Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Prods.com anime and manga podcast. As always, I'm your host today, Manager. Over today, we have Birdie. Hi. And Trey. Hello. Sorry we didn't have an episode last time. Uh, Cox, being Cox, uh, shut off Birdie's internet for a couple days, and then the scheduling got kind of fucked. Yeah. Yeah. But we're back now. Yeah, I had I had no internet from Monday th- until Friday morning. Ugh. Yeah, I was gonna. I I was like ready to reschedule, and then it just didn't happen. So shit was fucked. Yep, everything caught fire there for a little bit. But we're back. We got the crew rolling deep, talking about shit, whatever. So, Bernie, yeah. let's start with you. Given what you said before we started recording. Yeah, um... Yeah, that's pretty fucked up, Bertie. I can't believe you did that. Dead man, you promised you'd never tell. <laughs> you said we'd share it as a secret. Hey, he's he's gonna be recording with you. He needs I, Legally, I need I, to inform him what he's getting into. I, I just need to know how you actually got rid of the bodies. For research purposes... I live in a swamp. Ah, you lucky fucker. Yourself. Move to swamp. I have to spend all the night feeding my shit to cows. Do you have any idea how hard it is for a, to get a cow to eat a body? You know how hard it is to get a cow to watch anime, which conveniently is what we're talking about? Not that hard, actually. They A lot of bright colors. Damn it, you're sandbagging segues. But anyway, anime. Birdie. <laughs> yeah okay i guess i'll get this one over with before anything you. else you guys got it all out of your system yep, yep yep let's go all right so yeah i for some reason watched arrow manga sensei <laughs> It was exactly what I thought it was going to be, and in others, it was better, maybe. <laughs> I I understand what you meant before now. <sighs> so, yeah. Enlighten um, us. So, this is a series about a high schooler who works as a light novel writer to Naturally. pay the bills. Um, he gets drawings from someone named Arrow Manga Sensei. He has a younger stepsister who is a shut-in who has not left her room since her mother died because it's her mother and his father, and his father is often away. So he's been trying. He's been taking care of the house, paying the bills, trying to take care of things, and try to get his sister to get out of her room. And as part of his light novel writing he gets drawings from someone who has codenamed themselves arrow manga sensei uh during a drawing streaming video he discovers that arrow manga sensei is his sister oh my guard oh no and he starts using this as an angle to try to connect with her on a personal level um. Yeah. 
Did they start fucking? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, no. No. Uh, no. From- and, but that's the... Uh, that's one of my big things about this that I can't tell if I like or dislike. It can't seem to decide if it wants to go Team Wincest or not. Uh, I do have some insight on that coming from some uh, someone else that was telling me about this. Coming from somebody uh, who fucked his sister. Uh, no, coming from someone else who told me about this because uh, their girlfriend really likes Oremo. And uh, of course. Uh, so... Th- so you you do know what that whole title is, right? Or yes, yes, I know. I'm just saying his girlfriend really likes that. So that they, one's actually she, creepier than this one. She, that's what I was gonna say. So she made him sit down and watch this one because it's the same dude, like that. Uh, uh, that doesn't made surprise him. me. And he was saying, coming <laughs> coming from Aremo, which is extreme levels of creep, because they do fuck. They do Mary type shit. The title is "My Little Sister Cannot Possibly Be This." Exact, exactly. Oh, is that fucking thing? Yes, and that's that sparked the whole meme of that. Um, And uh, coming from him, this one actually he really likes this compared to Oremo because this is actually done well. That's not a high bar to clear. Well, the way he explained it was this is done well and in the fact that he doesn't love her romantically. He loves her like, oh, I want to take care of her like a daughter. Yeah, but she wants to fuck him. And that's where the creepiness comes in. (laughs) Oh, that's actually not the creepiest part. I I heard their situation is he doesn't want to fuck her. She wants to fuck him, though. Yeah. But that's still not the creepiest part. Oh. Yeah, this series' sense of humor... Maybe it's funny to Japanese people, but most of the time it isn't to me. Because, okay, so... Character moments that are not sexual in nature can be funny. Like, there's this character who... Would be the class rep of the class that the sister would be in if she attended school, and she just keeps doing these things. She thinks for her for the sister's good to get her to come to school, but they end up being the kind of blunt, wrong-headed decisions that are just going to annoy a people, like summoning the entire class to her house to shout at the her window to say, "Come to school." No, no, that don't do that. <laughs> I'm do basi- do that. I'm basically a shut-in. If that happened, I would never leave. <laughs> yeah. Just there are hordes of people waiting for me. Yeah. <laughs> and uh so when that obviously does not work, um she goes to the brother oh, she goes to the brother saying stuff like I look, can you give me any advice on how to try to connect with your sister? And he's like, "Well, she likes light novels and manga." So he she goes to this store that specializes in light novels and her the brothers there talking with the shopkeep because they know each other and she says in earshot of both of them, "Hey, I was thinking I could get into those creepy otaku books." <laughs> I mean, I'm sure in that in the context of what it actually is, it's probably a lot weirder than the like the way you said it so bluntly is what made it funny to me. No, that's literally how she says it. Can I get? Can can you tell me how to get into those creepy otaku books? Or oh. um, as an example, example, um, when he first mentions that she likes manga and light novels, her response is, "Oh, yeah, manga, like that one piece of thing or Naruto. Is, <laughs> is that a thing? 
So it's basically a Japanese weeb. Here's the thing. And the, w- the way you said it, it makes me think that even in Japanese, she pronounced it Naruto. <laughs> she pronounced it yeah. Naruto. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't paying close enough attention to be sure, but she was definitely one of those. Oh, yeah, I think I've heard of that thing, maybe. Oh, yeah, that's that Dragon Balls, right? My favorite Pokemon is Pokeball. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but okay. Oh, so man, I love Digimon. Fine. Pikachu's my favorite. And there's mo- there's like discussions on methods of ri- being a professional writer that are kind of funny. Like there's this rival writer who lives next door and she and the main brother have kind of the opposite approaches to where she waits for inspiration to strike her and works whenever she has to. He just keeps writing regardless of whether or not he has a good idea or not. And that's and so he gets his books out, but they're kind of eh. So he's stuck in the position of needing to write to work, but also because he writes regardless of whether he has inspiration to write, his, uh, his books are not always all that good. So he gets buried under, uh, under more popular writers. It's not an exact one-to-one so that, parallel, but I have a bizarre urge to now go back and rewatch all of Bakuman. Yeah, I can see why that would come up. Okay, so while that stuff is funny, unfortunately, the majority of the humor is more sexy rom-com stuff, and that's where it gets creepy. Like, um, so the um, rival writer in question uh, prances around her house naked playing the piano. She's 13. Ugh. And, and uh, that just, class... I want to say, like, the, the disgusting stuff is kind of undercut in my head because when you just said that the visual image I had was just a lady carrying around a fucking, like, Steinbeck piano. Just prancing with, like, yeah, prancing that, with, like that, the entire would, piano if, tied if they, to her. If they... If they did that, that would actually probably be funny enough to undercut how creepy the scene is otherwise. Um, I'm also doing it all like incredibly backlit, so it's just a silhouette of her and the piano. Yeah. But there's also the stuff that's not just creepy, it's just plain criminal. Like, uh... Are you laughing at pedophilia? Yes, yes, I am. Yeah. And sexual assault, because... Uh, Aww. The main character, the the sister, um, only agrees to meet with the class rep on the on the condition that her brother um, handcuff and blindfold her to bring her into the room. How old is the sister? She, uh, fourteen. Don't worry about it. Old enough. <laughs> And no, I'm because just saying the that's, sister, that's the, that's the because the sister saying. likes drawing sexy girls. She gets in she, whenever she sees a cute girl. She starts taking pictures and sort of doing it in ways that are probably very inappropriate in public. And it gets to the point where she just flat out steals her, the girl's panties. Oh, and it's just yeah, yeah. So this is the kind of animated show to your parents. So what? I have one question bef- before we continue. What okay. spurred you to do this? The fact that it was getting better reviews than I was expecting, both on major anime sites <laughs> and on 
uh, distributor sites and they're like well, this is what we call a trap anime <laughs> they put well, the it thing out is, there I, to sometimes sometimes shows that i think would have the creepy hentai or etchy stuff don't and they can just have like um Kill is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon oh i fucking love Danmachi. Is a, is a stupid title, and that if you read that title out, you'd think, well, this is a creepy, sleazy anime, but it's not. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you have to get beyond the title to figure out, because apparently the, maybe it just doesn't translate well if what's being conveyed in the title. Maybe Japan's just a little different about stuff like that than we are. But sometimes you can't just look at the title and say, oh, this is not for me. Well, sometimes what from what I've seen, uh, Japanese really has a better way of communicating sarcasm and jokes in their uh, titles where we don't like yeah it's, it's where, in, in like, english the translations really hard. to it yeah in english it's really hard to get across sarcasm in text yeah especially if it's translated from a japanese title yeah, yeah. Un- unless like every manga with one of those titles comes out in like bold and italics yeah then exactly like it's you guys fault i'm not popular yeah j- just, like, yeah. just like every single picture like every single one of those just has like a little sticker of just some jackass rolling his eyes and being incredibly sarcastic as you can in a still image yeah well uh, yeah um yeah that was yeah. you seem like you've lost hope yeah like like this is like somehow drink like I know you have other stuff going on, but this it feels like just talking about this is specifically what fucked you over. Well, like I said before we started, uh, in addition to my own other life problems, which I'm not going to go into here, if I'm creeped out by something, it's kind of hard for me to talk about it in any depth without with any kind of energy. Like, if something makes me mad because it's stupid or silly or preposterous like something like psychopaths i can get something out of that usually i can't really creepy is harder to get anything out of at least not like funny stuff (laughs) so it's kind of you're doing well so far yeah i don't i don't know how really else to talk about it other than it's parts of it were funny Basically, the parts that did not involve, you know, sexual assault of a 14-year-old girl. Yeah. And I guess Japan just finds that hilarious. Well, I mean, their concept of a dirty joke is just saying the word penis. Yeah. Yeah. The fucking series was so goddamn... Their concept of a dirty joke is just seeing panties, though. Like, just seeing them. But no, like, penis. And that's what's funny. Penis isn't a dirty word. It's a technical word. Yeah. yeah now, it could be funny if used in weird contexts, like that guy who recut a show, uh, recut a song, and just removed one word and kept saying penis instead. Yep, yep, I saw that rap quick video. Yeah, but that's basically where I am at this point. Because, like... I can't really make fun of this all that much without just kind of getting creeped out and depressed. Like, this kind of thing, just, I don't find it funny. And the fact that there was stuff that was not related to that that it could have focused on that was funny, 
I think that's probably why I'm kind of drained. Like, if it was all creepy, I would have just stopped and not bothered. But the fact that there was a sense of humor that didn't involve sexual assault of female minors led me to believe that this writer has his priorities backwards. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Kind of... But also, this writer knows who he's writing for. Yeah. He's writing for the body pillow demographic. He's right. Like I said, this is a trap the anime. Miku people. They, I mean, sure? No? I don't know. I, I mean, saw a video. I saw a, I saw a World Order music video where there was a really fat guy with glasses wearing a pink wig with ponytails carrying a body pillow. That's the, that's yeah, the crowd I this studio was going I for. Would, I wouldn't throw Vocaloid stuff in there, but... Yeah, that that kind of thing. It's the, the it's hardcore the side that they, that they throw online and yeah. Uh, okay, let me. I, um, given instance of this, I, when I was in Japan, I made some Japanese friends, and mm-hmm. a couple. One of them kept trying. To, he was like a mid-year college student. I think he was like nineteen, twenty years old, so a little younger than me. And he apparently didn't realize when he asked me this when we were. He was t- showing me around the mall in Kyoto. He's like, hey, uh, can we sh- can I can we go in the pink room? Oh. The pink room, of course, being the room that sells hentai stuff. And he th- he seems like I was just I was curious what's back there, and it's like I'm not really. So maybe that's just a cultural thing. I don't know, but oh. that I, I I was I was I was able to maintain my friendship with the guy despite that moment making me profoundly uncomfortable well if you've seen in a lot of anime uh things like people talk openly at high school in a bunch of animes about oh you got that perverted manga or whatever let me see and they just like they're always standing around a desk all looking at it that kind of shit yeah it's all over so yeah i think that is that culture because they prefer uh fantasies over actually like you know anything so that's what the fans i mean as a sign of that um in a series uh have you ever heard of elven lied yeah yep of course yeah the good option in terms of dating possibilities for that main character is his first cousin so yeah yeah and and then there's animes that do joke about that but because it's a trope that's, you know, not something that people actually act on because it's dumb and creepy. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just the culture. They're all absorbed into fantasies. But that country makes some good anime, so it's... it's a it's by, that, by that country, you mean, you know, Japan, you know, that place that makes anime. It makes some good anime. Yeah, some good anime. Yeah, the real, well, good, Korea, shit, the Korea, real good shit comes Korea out of the fucking anime. Eastern Bloc. Korea makes anime. China makes anime. China made a pretty good anime this season. Anyway. Hey, uh, okay, so, yeah, talking about something um, that just kind of confuses me, but I can talk about a little bit more enthusiastically because of how weird it is instead of just creepy. Uh, Buso Shoujo Machiavellianism. Yeah. That's a fucking title. I've heard good things about it, but I haven't checked it out yet. Yeah, okay, so... Yeah, okay, genre subversion... 
it's a double-edged sword because on the one hand, a certain degree of self-awareness can be very a very healthy thing for a narrative. And if you lean into the tropes it, and play them up for laughs, it can be funny. But a lot of times you either just have something that just points out the tropes and does them anyway, or you play up the tropes to such extremes but try to take it seriously so it's unintentionally funny. Yeah, it can be it can be like really you can get a uh fucking Konosuba out of it or you can get like uh oh shit, what was that other High like, School of the Dead. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, which work. was only unintentionally funny. Oh, yes. that fucking show. Yes, Dead Man. What about that show? Nothing. I'm I'm yeah. not going to get into and talk about that show because I have a really uh regrettable past with that show. Oh, don't worry, Dead Man does too. Yep. <laughs> oh. Coming soon. But anyway... <laughs> oh, I don't um, want to know. Okay, so Buso, uh, Buso Shoujo Machiavellianism, I don't know why they've thrown the Machiavellianism thing on the end. Because it's, it's just fancy. A word that the, that the writer discovered and said, oh, that's a word. Um, it's a play on the... Um, like the, the girls' private school insane chastity type of series, except it's with battle girls. Yeah, and I, I, again, all, I don't know anything about it. The, I just heard the school good. recently became co-ed. Um, a lot of the guys that end up here tend to be uh, reject uh, guys who are expelled or suspended from other schools repeatedly. Wait, is and, this uh, so? It's prison school. It, no, it, yeah, the, nah, I was about to say, no, is this the quite, one where they're allowed to kill the guys? There, it, there is. Suggestion of lethal force. It has not been implied. It has not been implemented yet. But most of the time, if the guys agree to comply by the rules, they are instead forced just to wear heavy makeup and dye their hair and nails so that they look like terrifying man women. Yeah. Okay. So our main male character, who is kind of generic, so I can't remember his name when he shows up. Um, he of course. Is like, uh, fuck that noise. <laughs> yes, naturally. Just, hey, I don't need school. I can be a hobo. No, no. Well, no, he's still in school, but he when they, when one of the five, um, the five swords, the leaders of the uh, punishment squad at this school says, you will follow the rules or you will be beaten or killed. He's like, and eh, no, I don't think so. And proceeds to pick a fight with each and every one of the other five, with her and the other five swords, and commensurate with um, battle manga rom-com rules. Uh, so far, all of the battle girls that he's defeated have fallen in love with him. Yeah, it, it's like Kill a Kill if uh, Ryuko was a uh, boy. Yeah, kind of, except... Uh, the <laughs> And this, okay, this is what I meant about... Um, leaning into tropes and kind of just playing them up for laughs like uh you have a the first girl he fights is a little swordsman who gives herself extra power by holding her breath she has mastered a breathing technique that allows her to fight stronger than the muscles she has harness the power of the sun 
or and kill vampires with it. Haven't seen that yet. Could happen. Who knows? Hers is the breath that um, pierced the heaven. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the second one is just your typical sit, uh, sadomasochist with a rapier. Uh, I figured it would have been a whip. Yeah, uh, rape. Typical sadomasochist with a rapier. Yeah, like, right. like like some kind of like a like either a riding well, uh, crop or like a, under, like a chain under, whip. Her underlings use uh, use a whip. Um, stab me, daddy. Yeah. <laughs> well, she does actually say during battle, "I will stick you like the horrible little pig you are." Well, I mean, you gotta get deep <laughs> penetration. Yeah, because I want to. Because that's totally uh, no. That just yeah. Come on, dude. No. Spit roast. No, I don't want to hear that ever again, please. And um, the third one has trained a Kodiak bear to box. <laughs> you know, swords. <laughs> it's like, well, she is also a swords one, but her, her number one henchman is a boxing uh, grizzly bear. Does she look like Heihachi? <laughs> okay. Okay, I don't ki- I don't give a shit what you say about this. I I'm, I'm watching this anime after work because I yeah, fucking I'm, love that. I'm probably going to watch it too. This yeah, sounds well, fucking retarded. Um, well, yeah, because the first time that the main character and the bear fight, they don't have a full-on fist fight. They do sumo. <laughs> so this bear yes. just is Kuma. Yeah. Basically, yes. Oh, I love this. And to sort of also to lean into, like I said, the tropes. Um, yeah, this is why I said, whereas um, Aramanga Sensei creeped me out, this just had me laughing. Uh, he accidentally gets off a bear. <laughs> Damn it. And then that, and that bear's master takes him and throws him into a volcano. Great. Oh, I love it. I How love do you it. accidentally you get me, off a bear? You sold me on this. Sh- you sold me on the um, show. Dead man, you haven't tried hard enough. <laughs> How do you try hard to accidentally do it? You haven't tried hard enough to accident. Well, they're doing, you know, they're doing that. They're doing that trope of um, hiding behind a bear, hiding behind someone in an enclosed space. So mm-hmm. his hands just keep moving, trying to get comfortable. And they get comfortable in the wrong places. Oh. <laughs> Again, you've you've sold me on this anime because this is fucking hilarious to me. Yeah, yeah, like I'm gonna watch it. Just okay, Red Rocket. See, fuck will... it. <laughs> this is this, okay. This is what I meant because there's a lot of tropes here I hate in other anime and manga of this type. But it leans into them and is so absurd constantly that despite the fact that it takes itself mostly seriously, I'm just constantly laughing. Okay, good. <laughs> like, as a sign of the fact that, like, the, how badass this guy is, he literally has, I think, he has only, like, one special attack and then the rest of them are, like, Saitama moves. <laughs> like, um, when he fights the bear, he uses regular hook punch. <laughs> oh, that's good. Has he shown off the serious series yet? Uh, fast roundhouse kick. 
No, he's just pulled a Cobra Kai and swept the leg. Oh, bitch. <laughs> Disqualification! Yeah. And as a sign of how batshit... And also, uh, Deadman, you watched um, Higurashi, right? Yep, some of it anyway. I think I watched <laughs> the first two arcs. Higurashi when okay. they cry. Yep. Yeah. Higurashi no Nakakorni. Uh, Let's not reference when they cry, please. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um... One of the swords reminds me of Xion. Remember her? One of the twins? Yeah, the green-haired twins. That could like, go a few just ways. In how she, that could go a few like, ways. Not just in how she like not just in how she looks, but in how she acts to where she like doctors a picture of herself fucking him. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> Yeah, and that's something she'll shows, do. And then when she shows, then when he shows up to try to get the evidence of the doctoring from her room, give me a copy of that. She's she's blank, she's blank naked, and just pulls the swords like, you know, you never know what humans are going to do. It's quite entertaining. <laughs> then she puts him in that fucking ancient torture thing and starts driving nails into his finger joints. Not entirely unlikely, since at the beginning of that same of the episode where this happens, um, he is um, dangled upside down, blindfolded with a barrel, and beaten with bamboo sticks. <laughs> yeah, man, Satoshi got to get his bat- bat- batting practice in, dude. Uh, so yeah, this is um, <laughs> this is a weird one. This thing is absurd, <laughs> and I'm kind of glad I found it because. This put me in a much better mood to talk after Aromanka Sensei. And okay. not many people are really talking about this one, so I was kind of surprised. Uh, the people, uh, yeah, not many people are telling me, have told me any details about it. I've only heard mention of it being like a really good one, and I just haven't yeah. heard anything. And yeah. the way you started the conversation about that, it was probably just runoff, like lag from the previous from talking about era manga but you sounded disappointed in it <laughs> so i was really confused for a minute yeah, I was like, but, well, I mean, but i heard it, it was it's confu- it's confusing to talk about because with the stuff it kind of depends on your comedic sense because as absurd it is is you're either going to say oh this is just the stupidest elements of it of something like turning into the suck as yeah. it were or you find it hilarious like I do. It kind of, like this kind of yeah. reminds me of uh, Machete Kills. Yeah, and well, how absurd <laughs> it is. Yeah, I mean you could. Yeah, yeah. Ah, Machete. There's there's a lot to, there's a lot to compare. Uh, bad, bad trope par- subversion parody. So well, parody's different than trope subversion. Yeah, no, so. like the, this is not a, this is not a flat out parody. It just yeah. It's like it's like um, absurdism, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's not, it gets as close as you can to absurdism. Not quite uh, Gynax or Trigger levels of absurdism. A little bit more grounded than that, but close. Yeah. Again, I threw Konosuba out there first thing. Yeah. No, it's not Konosuba levels. There's no okay. character who's like, I only like to blow things up. Anything else is impractical. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the bear. Yeah, it gets know. close, but that's that's more just silly, less absurdly idiotic. Yeah, yeah, and going with tropes, like, sumo fighting bears is almost a trope in and of itself. Is it like mob psycho trope subversion? 
No, no, it's it's a, it's more it's a little, like like I said, it's a little bit more standard than that. Like like one is a deliberately writing almost satirical stories. Like uh, I mean, yeah. Mob Psycho One Hundred is not as satirical as a uh, One Punch Man is, but it's close. no, it's just really good writing. <laughs> it's but it's I mean no, it's not. I'm, I don't want to oversell how funny I think it is. I think it's funny. Okay. I think it's, it leans into the ridiculous tropes of this yeah. kind of rom-com and, a, I, and battle manga in a way that I find entertaining, but I don't want to oversell it because I have encountered problems with people overselling stuff to me and the just either disliking it or outright hating it. Well, because that's what people are going to do. They're going to mention the best parts that stood out to them, you know? And yeah. that's, you know, when you're recommending something, that's what you're going to go in thinking. Either the best parts or the worst parts. No one says, oh, and there was this pan over showing an establishing shot on the building. And, you know, it wasn't, it, you don't recommend with that kind of shit. There is no middle ground. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, that one left me in a better mood. Overall. That's good. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. What else did I talk about? Um,. Trying to figure out what I talked about, what I didn't talk about. I guess I, uh, I gave up on watching the anime adaptation of Akashic Records of a Bastard Executioner because that's essentially, okay. it's essentially, it's the same problem I have with the Silver Spoon anime. It's just a very streamlined version of the manga, and cutting out a lot of the stuff I like about it. So yeah. I'm just, I, I would just rather read the manga. I did hear from someone who had who didn't read the uh, the manga and only watched the anime that it was. Fucking like shit, like three episode <laughs> drop because it was just boring and boring and boring. Yeah, well, it's 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 boring because it skips over all the stuff that invests you in the characters, and the fights are actually over way too quickly. So it just it's literally going from point to point without trying to invest you in any of it. Not the battle scene, like it literally skips. It goes into a tournament arc and skips every battle of the tournament except the last one. But, okay, that's the one thing good about a tournament. That's the only reason you do a tournament arc. Yeah. What? Who did this adaptation? Um, I don't remember. Have they, have they, like, do they know what manga and anime are? Like it skips over most of the uh, turn the fights in the tournament arc. It skips over um, most of the fights between uh, the main instructor Glenn and the royal forces trying to kill him and one of his students as part of an assassination plot. They skip over most of those fights also. Yeah, okay. um, this was adapted by Leiden Films. I have never heard of them. <laughs> Me either. That's. I think I have. Uh, wait. I am going to look at the silver spoon thing. It says it was A one did this. Um. Uh, animation by Leiden Films. Maybe that's a part of A one. I. I it, wait. You said you're looking at Silver Spoon. Were you saying Leiden Films did for Akashic Record? Oh, yeah, that's sorry. what I was talking oh, about. Oh, sorry. Uh, Kasha, yeah. Sorry, I was looking at Silver Spoon. Yeah, no, Silver Spoon, I know, that is A1 Pictures. No, I was I, I was still talking about the anime I was actively watching, that I was, I'd actually watched recently. I have not touched Silver Spoon since it originally came out. Okay, so Leiden Films. just read the manga. Yeah, I have never heard of these people. They did Terraform and... ours. 
Okay. And the heroic well, legend of looks- Arslan. So wait, so they have experience uh, adapting stuff. Not good experience. Ter- Terraformars isn't terrible. Yeah, but like a heroic legend, heroic legend of Arslan has the exact same problems I have with Akashic Records. It's that it's a it's a streamlined adaption of the anime of the manga, and it also has the problem that I know Deadman loves large battle scenes with lots of uh, plastic CG copies. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing ever. They also worked on a Fucking... series called Schwartz's Markin. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's called Schwartz's Markin. It is um, apparently some kind of adaptation of something called Love Love. Schwartz's Markin. That sounds inappropriate. That's. Yeah. I mean, it probably is because because it's, it's fucking based well, on a series called Muv Love. From the looks of things, they haven't actually been the key production studio on much of anything. They've mostly done like like second unit type stuff. Yeah, look- stuff I've actually heard of, and because like they were did like key animation on Silver Spoon, Psychopaths, uh, My Teen Romantic Comedy Snafu. So they've worked as like. Like those people you call in to do a little cleanup on stuff, not like active animators mm-hmm. in a lot of stuff. Wait, you said they did key animation? Not the studio, like keying. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Like a process called key animation, not key Annie. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, I know that's what I'm saying. I'm saying key animation is the animation of it. Yeah, but second key animation is what it's Okay, so second key. So, okay. Yeah, and they've at most so they're basically called in as cleanup people most of the time. So this is one of the first things they've actively worked on. And and again, with this, like I said, it's not even really the animation's fault. It's mostly just um, how boring it all comes across because of who. who I don't know who adapted the story. Yeah, yeah someone had to write it and storyboard and it. It's just I. <laughs> I don't know whose decision it was to. Let me see if it says anything. Toko Machida was the main writer on the series. The specifically the anime. Uh, she. Oh, uh, so he and I guess he worked on. Oh, then Satoshi Kimura, who worked on Terraformars. Uh, key animation director worked on Monster Musume, Kuromukuro, and Orange, which I'm only kind of okay on. A couple of those. So, yeah, I mean, nothing all that great on the animation side. And the script, Lucky Star does not have a script. And <laughs> I guess it's a, the disappearance of Nagato Yuki-chan. I guess that doesn't really have a script either because that's the, that's the side. That's like the side joke one, isn't it? Nope. Disappearance Nagato Nagato Yuki-chan is the uh, one in the disappearance timeline where Nagato is just a person. Okay. I don't... I remember that one being a lot lighter, fluffier, and jokier, but that might have had a story. But no, the Lucky Star does not have a story. It kind of had a story. It had a progression of events. (laughs) Yeah, it had continuity is what you're looking for, dead man. Yeah, it was That's not a story. It was about the development of their relationship, but it wasn't like, hey, this is beginning of middle end. It's like, hey, this episode, something happened. Did they get closer? Who the fuck knows? See you next week, jackasses. Yeah. Yeah, it was like K-Own, which didn't have a story until like 
the end of the seasons. This kind of had a story in the middle where Nagata lost her memory. But anyway, enough about what constitutes a story or not. Enough about shows about young girls doing things. Yeah, that's, so, yeah, that's what all um, those were. Fuck. What do you mean were? They still are a lot of them. <laughs> cute girls doing cute things is a genre. Yeah, yeah, I know. I forgot because I... Yeah, like I said, I, don't, I think I told you this, Dead Man. I don't know if I told Trey this, that um, one of the biggest anime successes in Japan was... Uh, Girls and Panzer, where it stayed in theaters for months even after the official Blu-ray release came out. Okay. And just kept making money. People kept going to see it. And it's literally just girls in tanks. That's yeah. it. Yep. Did they, like, use the tanks or did they just hang out in them? The, uh, I mean... They kind of do kinda. Like, war game stuff, but it's mostly just kind of hanging out with their tanks. They're just hanging out with their tanks and making jokes and singing. Does the tank have a personality? No. And what was the point of the tank? Because it's a girl and a tank. What don't you get? The appeal? It's a very simple con. It's a very simple concept. Have you seen a girl with a tank? Yes. I read Tank Girl. Have you girl. seen an anime girl with a tank? There are certain yeah, sections actually, of Tank Girl uh, that are kind of go. animated like anime, so yes. Have you seen specifically that anime girl with a tank? <laughs> no? Then shut up. <laughs> go watch it. Does May- Jet okay, Girl maybe- count? Maybe that's why it stayed in theaters for so long, because people could- were like, I don't get it. And they're like, just go watch it. You'll see. <laughs> and they go, go, they go see it. it. It's like, I still don't get it. I Yeah, I still don't get it. Maybe you should watch it again. <laughs> It stayed in theaters that long just out of like <laughs> sheer bewilderment about why it's so popular. Yup. It just kept perpetuating itself, turning itself into what they thought it was. Yup. Starting to How- create their own meaning that didn't actually exist, like End of Evangelion. It's fucking perpetual oh. motion right there. How else do you explain SAO's success? <laughs> Oh, uh, I don't want to go into this. I don't want to go into this. I have to I go. I have to deal with this on a daily basis. <laughs> Holy shit! Anyway, uh, yeah, don't bother re- watching the anime. I can kind of recommend the manga, but yeah, don't bother with this. Um, so yeah, I guess in terms of manga stuff, the only new thing I read is a an odd choice for a shonen jump manga. Uh. Uh. We can't study. Right, yeah. I I read that first I read the first chapter of that when it came out. So yeah, this is not typical fare for a shonen series. Like yeah, no, no, it ain't series. It is not. What are you talking about? Naruto is all about studying. <laughs> the study is not the part we're hung up on. You know, no but no but Okay, yeah, I don't I know anything about this. I just Okay, had... so then let me explain. Yeah. Please. So, um the main character is I can't remember his name. Uh it don't bl- matter. Bland studious protagonist. 
Uh, he's poor. He's relatively good at his studies, but he's never. He's trying to be number one in his classes, but the only classes he's never number one in are in the classes where two prodigies are in. He's not number one in science, and he's not number one in literature because there's a hot girl who is a prodigy in both of those classes. Um, uh, math, he is please. In, I thought it was, yeah, okay, yes, it was math. I could have sworn it was science, but uh, anyway. Um, anyway, uh, the, the main character is applying for this scholarship through the school so that if he, he shows good enough grades and does certain things, like community service type stuff, he can get considered for this scholarship, which will give him tuition and payment for school and pay for home, which as someone who just finished a graduate degree... I can see why he would go for that. Um, the one catch is that he has to tutor the two the two geniuses in opposite subjects. Yeah, the uh, the girl who's like super great at math wants to go to a liberal arts college, and the girl who is like super great at li- li- uh, like uh, the you know literary literary side of things wants to go to a STEM school. Yeah, and neither of them can do the other thing. Like, and, like yeah. there's, there's a point in the first chapter where like he gives them a practice test and both of them turn it in and they they're like physically they're physically incapable of understanding the thing they want to go study. Yeah. But uh and there's there's a running theme through the up through the chapters about um this guy Whereas the the every other tutor they've had, including a teacher who was their tutor, was like, you know, just do the thing you're good at and you'll get ahead in life. Why do you want to do something even if you're not – try to do something even if you're not good at it? And so both of them kind of have a negative opinion of tutors for just saying give up on what you want to do. Just do what you're good at. Which, yeah, that could be disheartening. I can see. Practical, but guys, yes, but like, disheartening. Yeah. Uh, so he does not give up. He's working with them as best he can. Uh, a few chapters in, he he's also tutoring a third girl who is on the swim team. And unfortunately for her, she said, "Oh, I'm just going to get into college on a sports on a sports scholarship." Until she then realized that the sports scholarship was now requiring a certain grade cutoff to qualify for it, and she's like, "Oh shit." <laughs> so he has to come up with all these creative ways to tutor them and help them with their own hang-ups about uh, learning about something that's not necess- that's a struggle for them. Uh, as okay, let me just put it this way: we're twelve chapters in, and this series has already run out of steam. I figured as much. Like when I, when I read that first chapter, I was like. This seems like the thing that will either like get a plot somewhere down the line, either like a relationship kind of thing or whatever, or it will just fucking burn out and keep going the same shit forever. Yeah, okay, so like it has shifted into the plot of the girls wanting a relationship with him, whether it be the the math girl who has no ability to understand social conventions or her own emotions, or the flighty literature genius who has trouble explaining things coherently. Or, the irony. Like I said, or the uh, airhead swim enthusiast who knew him when he was young and 
fell in love with him because he's the only person who didn't call her stupid. Some groundbreaking I, I shit right I've, there. I guess I've heard better, I've heard worse reasons to like someone, I guess. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> heard better, too. Yeah, well, like I said, this is breaking new ground. This is not. <laughs> and honestly, I'm kind of surprised that Shonen Jump is still publishing this. I don't know who, I'd, I'd, ha- I'd have to look at the numbers to see, because like, I'd, outside of a couple of mainstays, Dead Man. Do you keep track of like what series are doing well in Shonen Jump? Because I was Not honestly at surprised all. that Som- that Salmon the Summoner is still being released. Um, like, I keep track of like, like releases, but I don't really keep track of like sales numbers or like survey numbers yeah, or well, whatever. Because like in Shonen Jump, usually sales numbers kind of determine how long you last. So like yeah, Naruto Boruto is still going. One Piece is still going. That's Black Clover is still going. Uh, but those are the only the the big ones I can think of. There's other smaller things, but I guess and I, I, even Robot X Laser Beam. I'm like, uh, this is not working as well as this writer's previous series because it's the main character is a little too abrasive, or like the whole thing about and it, whereas you you did you read or watch Kuroko no Basuke? Nope. Okay. Eh, wasn't interested. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, the the thing that worked for that was essentially the, and I don't know if you're familiar <clears throat> with this trope or not, Dead Man, the red versus blue personality traits. Yeah, like I've seen Samurai Champloo. Yeah. So yeah, the one of the main characters is a is a hothead basketball enthusiast who who's really good as a single player, but of course has to work with a team. The blue one is really good at one thing, but really cannot work with anyone. And they only are their best when they work together. And that kind of is the dynamic. They're both a little weird in their own way, but they are funny together. In this one, it's just like there's one guy who's weird and too weird, and all the other characters just kind of have to put up with him. So... Yeah, I'm having trouble getting into it at this point. Have you? How much did you continue to read Robot, Robot X Laser Beam? Yeah, I'm still reading Dead it, Man. Okay, what do you think? I'm kind of liking it. Uh, like, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't find Ro, I don't find like Robot like particularly abrasive. Just, just so much as I could just have it weird, but I kind of identify with him. Okay. And like I said, I, <laughs> I identify with a robot. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it he's not he's not he's not a robot. His character's his he's literally his name is Roboto, so people call him Robot. Okay. Yeah, he's also okay. he's also like a super stiff about everything. He enjoys like numbers and filling out, you know, like completing patterns, having like full information, not getting all the information makes him like incredibly stressed out and uncomfortable. He doesn't understand social cues. Yeah, so like I said, maybe for someone on the spectrum, he works better. For, but for me, he's he just keeps doing stuff like, "Hey, I want to do this thing. Tell me how to do this thing." But okay, it's, so it's, I have it's to not take even, something from one. Of, it's not even like that. It isn't. It isn't it, like the way you kind of get in. He's like, that's, he, he's not that aggressive. He just kind of like states it. Yeah, and the, but it's it's sort of a matter of he's. And I understand the he under, doesn't understand social, social cues, so he can't do anything tactfully. But it's like he seems incapable of realizing when he 
he just kind of pursues a situation regardless of whether or not it seems probable. And so I guess that's a matter of uh, the way he looks at the world clashing with the evidence of emotions he's starting to show. But uh, maybe this will get better later on when he starts to have to work with people. Yeah, this does seem like where but, it's going. Yeah. Like, it, like the next couple chapters, it will probably like a, like th- this last chapter. Uh, he ended up accidentally getting into like a two v two. Yeah, like he, like he with, uh with golfing douche, dude bros. Yeah, because you know those are a thing. Yeah, but yeah, it was uh, he he like went up to the golf club at his school, Badum Tish, and was like, "Hey, I want to go play in real matches. How do I do that?" And then they get into the and, they, and then they get into like the dumb classism bullshit that is present in Japanese schools of like, oh, you need to respect anybody older than you because fuck it. And he doesn't understand that. And then one kind of jackass of this team is like, yeah, fuck it, I'll play in a match. And then they go to play in a match on a real golf course, and some dudes looking straight out of fucking Kenkabancho, just like fucking like leopard print. Leopard print collared shirts over top, uh, like inside of fucking suit jackets and shit, and they're like harassing a country club waitress on a golf cart or something. So the two of them fucking hit golf balls at his face. It's like, hey, fight me, bro. And the next yeah. chapter, presumably, what will happen is the three of them will get golf clubs and beat these children to death. Yeah, most likely. I mean, that's how that goes, right? So, yeah. Yeah. So that's my reviews of both I Can't Study and Robotics Laser Beam. I didn't have that much to say about either. I was just like, yeah, no, this one's not breaking new ground, and it's already run out of steam relatively early in. Uh, Robotics Laser Beam, I like. the. And we'll say this for the uh, Robotics Laser Beam. The, that mangaka does have a very distinct shonen style, which I get think benefits him. Oh, definitely. Like that is one of the more striking looking series in that magazine right now. Yeah, which I guess that's. It looks just like Kuroko no Basuke, so that, I guess that is just the mangaka's style. And like Cora was saying, Cora was the guy that was on before you trade. That yeah, I know. There's um different. There's a difference between just being repetitive or having a style and using it for different characters. I think this is more the latter. If that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, I get it. So, yeah. Um, I think that's it for me. Alright then, I guess uh, I kind of talked there, so to bring it over. I actually do have two series that are kind of similar to what you were talking about earlier with uh, with creepy shit and kind of subversion. Okay. So, Trey, you want to know this because we don't really, like, outside of, you know, the occasionally talk about the big shit for anime. We didn't really talk about anime when you, when you were on the games podcast. Yeah. I kind of like creepy, disgusting, violent shit. Yeah. It's something that I have come to learn about myself over the course of doing this show and going on to going on to manga sites and just hitting random till I find something that looks weird or interesting. Okay. And I just found another one that I have been reading a that I kind of marathon read and that I'll probably have pretty more chapters of. It's called Dead Tube. Okay, now what levels are we talking? Are we talking like 
Tokyo Ghoul manga, Berserk. What are we talking? Uh, so the first chapter ends with a guy filming a girl having sex. That girl suddenly beating the person she's having sex with to death with a, cr- with a fucking lead pipe. And then, it, then the cameraman getting a rock hard erection. Uh, okay. So the idea behind DeadTube is what if YouTube was an actual contest about murder? Is it not? Is it not? No. A lot of not, people tell me to kill myself, so... That's suicide, not homicide. Uh, so, what... Anyway. Yeah, so what um what DeadTube is, is it is a website where you upload videos, and when you are a participant on it, you are given, like, a target. Or some kind of specific task to do or something. Like they'll, be like, they'll be saying, like, hey, upload, like, the most interesting 15 seconds of video. Or, like, hey, do something involving this person. Or, hey, go to this island and do something. Uh, I think I've heard this concept being pushed around for a, uh, for a fucking Hollywood movie. Yeah, probably. And so... And so, um, the, and so at the end of the, so at the end of the contest, or at the end of the allotted time to make the video, the person with the highest amount of views wins like a few hundred thousand yen or like a few million yen the loser and if like they can't if they can't complete it isn't there like a punishment yes if they if they have the lowest view penalty game if they have the lowest view total then they have to pay all of the fees for every other participant and then also take the punishment for the crimes committed in the videos yeah yeah this is definitely a hollywood thing being like worked on right now yeah and so uh in it Main character, uh, I think his name is Mochia. Mochia, I don't, I don't fucking know how to pronounce it. Cameraman, I'm just gonna call him the cameraman because that's his role. Yeah, he's in the uh, film studies club, and this girl, like the most popular girl in the school, like, oh my god, she's so fucking great, her tits are spectacular. She gets him to follow her around for two days and film her nonstop. Yeah. And he does this never once changing memory cards or batteries on his fucking handheld consumer grade fucking camcorder. It's like Overwatch easy mode. Uh, Overwatch uh, Outlast easy mode. Yeah. Yeah, so he films so he films her for 2 days. So the first day it's just kind of, you know, standard stuff just walking around doing whatever, hanging out at her place, make while she's making food or whatever. The next day is like, "Hey, I'm a piss in front of you. Then I'm going to change out of this bathing suit. Then, hey, watch me fuck my boyfriend." At which point she beats that guy to death with a pipe. And I do kind of like it. I kind of like how they, I kind of just the abruptness with oh, which that happens. Here it is. The movie's called Nerve and it came out last year. Okay. Oh, that thing. Yeah. yeah well, that, that, that's the thing where. Um, it was Dave Franco and Emma Roberts. Yeah. Well, I hope, <laughs> I hope it's not that stupid because it's fucking terrible. From what I understand from that, it was the thing that was just so dumb that's like, the police can't do anything about someone blackmailing people. Yeah. This doesn't have that. Uh, this is um, like, 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 like dead tube is a fairly like widespread thing, but the organization behind it also is really good at like planting evidence or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's this whole, they haven't really, they haven't really gotten into like the infrastructure of how dead tube works. Just if you give somebody a camera after enough time, they'll be fucking murderers. Like the story arc, yep. they're in right, the story arc that they're, they're in right now is 
a guy becomes a teacher at a middle school and so and like after about a week the entire middle school is boarded up and everybody inside is dead but is there a sumo wrestling bear no there might be a sumo there there might be a sumo wrestling murderer i'm probably not gonna read it if there's not a sumo wrestling bear there That's is, the only manga I will ever read anymore. There is a serial killer dressed up as a uh, fox with overalls named Rascal. Yeah. Uh, oh, what? Yes, one of the storylines is they go to a deserted island and they have to... Uh, they go to a deserted Hold island. Hold on, you just made that like three times weirder. Yeah, yeah, I know. So they went to this deserted island uh, in order to film an animal there. Uh, once, once they get there, they get you know a message saying, hey, on this island, there's a murderer. His name is Rascal. And then the next, the first time we see him, he's wearing this like fucking giant mascot costume of like a fox in overalls with a, like a neckerchief and like a really aggressive fox face. And he carries around like a giant fuck it, fuck off blade. And just all kinds of fucking weird shit happens. Like some dude gets his head cut off and all their phones get smashed. so They can't record them. Then like a girl while she's fucking a guy and he's filming her fucking, uh, he just kind of like jumps out and cuts that guy's head off on top of her body. So, hold on. Is, wouldn't it be fucked up if you did something and someone said, shit, I forgot the lens cap was on? Uh, yeah, that would be a bit fucked. Because that would be a situation that I would see. Could, that what? would sound like the kind of humor I would expect from a series like this. Like something, exactly. like they film something really grotesque and awful, but they have no evidence for it, so they can't compete or pr- pr- or get themselves out of it. Yeah. yeah, because because they can't compete. There's no way to get them. Or, like, they do something so, so fucked up, and they're like, we're going to win this. And then the lens cap is on or something. Or they don't have – they didn't yeah. have an SD card in. Yeah, it's like, or, oh, fuck, I didn't hook up the mic. Or, 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 and the then the real story – and that's just the beginning of it. And the real story is them trying to actually make a video that can pull them out of yeah. this. Well, as, it, as it is, the uh, – um, whoever, whoever the monitor is like, you know um, – this is not the kind of this is not distasteful enough, so we're gonna black bar it so you lose. <laughs> yeah, it's too tasteful, so we're gonna be censoring this. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. But, but yeah, oh, it's not man. it's not very good. I'm just gonna say that. Like I like some of the characters. I like okay, the art. It's I didn't just, think it was like I like some of the characters, I like the art, it's just there is there's not enough. My favorite character is decapitated uh, sex girl. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's I fair. I'm just saying something because, like, the way you're. Oh, I'm. I, I know. Like the I characters. Know. And I know. Whole, like, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Sounds like I know there's something wrong with me. I'm not gonna sit here and go like, Fucking oh no, this Griffith thing. Apologist. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fucking sit here and go like, oh yeah, this is the fucking like real art, man. Like this shit is up there with goddamn like fucking Steinsgate or whatever. No, this is fucking trash. <laughs> you called Steinsgate real art? Fuck you, Steinsgate's great. Steinsgate is great. You the fucker. anime or the, the the anime or the game? Anime. Let's just move on and I'll talk about it. Fuck you, I like the Steinsgate anime. <laughs> Anyway. Well, one of my fucking favorite series is Haikyuu, dude. Just fucking move on. Haikyuu is great, though. Yeah, Haikyuu is fantastic. Fucking yeah. Production IG, fucking bringing it. Anyway, your mom. Season three was fantastic. Yeah, the series is the series is kind of bad. Uh, it's 
it's lost a lot of its fucking shock and like humor for me really quick. Because like I said, in the first like that first chapter, that murder comes right the fuck out of nowhere. And that's kind of what I loved about it. Okay. It it was like, yeah, this guy following this girl around and then she starts walking and he's just like, ah, so boring. I wouldn't think, I wouldn't think dead tube would ever have murder in it. You know, I I was, no, here's the thing. I was waiting for the murder. I was waiting for the murder to happen and I I didn't expect it to be like that fucking quick. (laughs) Okay. I was like, oh yeah. So fucking first chapter, nothing really happens. Then like it'll end up like a stinger of like teasing what's to come. But no, it is. It gets to the very end. He's like, oh, this is so boring. Why didn't something interesting happen? And then all of a sudden, just blood splatter across his face as he's just wailing on this dude with a fucking pipe. And I kind of like that. I like the, like, really abrupt (laughs) switch over to the fucking horrible murder that would be the rest of the series. Okay. uh, And can you make sure to send me your address? I've got to fill out this uh, 911 report. But then nothing else ever really reached that level <laughs> and it was kind of just coasting on that initial like shock and now it is now it's just kind of getting kind of boring I, like I said I'll probably end up reading a couple more chapters of it but yeah I didn't expect to burn out on a series like this this quick like I've read other shit like fucking Magical Girl Apocalypse where I read that for like 150 chapters Um, and that series is fucking disgusting. Okay. Just don't. Don't. I'm not. I'm definitely not. Yes, yeah, so don't read Dead Tube. I'm definitely not. What you should probably read, because it actually is kind of interesting, is um, Kumo Desuga Nanika. Which... Has a different translation, but I roughly translate it as "So I'm a spider. Fuck you. Fight me." Uh, wait. Okay, I'm big on spiders. Don't tell me there's dead spiders in this because I'll cry. There are a couple of dead spiders, but the main character herself is a spider. Okay. So, it's uh, not like it's not like the main enemy is the spider. No, the main character is the spider. Okay. Cool. So, uh, in this series, uh, it is a it is a subversive take on the trope of being reincarnated in an RPG. They're reincarnated as a bug. Yes, they're reincarnated as one of the lowest level form of enemies. So it's just it's a large spider. Yes, it is a spider that um I think she like worked out that she, that she was about like the size of like a small dog. It should have been a slime. <laughs> uh, they they need they needed to have her be able to progress because she does. You uh, can progress as a slime because someone can kill you and you're fine. Yeah. So uh, you can learn to split. Yeah. So what she does is uh, so it's when it starts out, she is just you know a regular girl hanging out in her fucking high school high school classroom or whatever, just doing whatever. She's kind of a loner, but then the room derezzes. Like fucking Tron, and then she wakes up as a spider, like being like being born out of an egg. Is there a reason the room derezzes? None stated in the manga. Only in the plot the, description for the manga. What happens in the plot description? 
in this other fantasy world that is basically an RPG, the hero and the demon lord unleash such powerful magic that it fucked up other realities. Um, okay, I don't like the... I don't like the... I want, a, like, an actual reason stated. I'm sure if it gets an anime adaptation, which all fucking stupid isekai shows do, uh, it'll probably actually say something about it, but... Who knows? It might. It might not. Uh, this is based off a light novel series, too, which goes far beyond where the uh, where the manga yeah. currently is, because that has, like, a plot. Yeah. Well, this, so far, does not. Here's the problem, though. If it does get uh, adapted to an anime, it's fucking... Nobody's gonna watch it. People don't like spiders for some reason. Well, they, they do a very good job of making the spider fucking adorable. It, it, people don't care. Spiders. <laughs> millions and millions of spiders. I can I can like tape little cute kawaii eyes and little cheeks on my spider and nobody would hold it. So you would have hated the movie Kingdom of Spiders for different reasons. I yeah. Well, this uh, uh, you wouldn't have hated the fact that it was creepy and creepy and silly because of all the spiders. You would have hated the sheer number of spiders they killed. Yeah, I I got really mad at my friend when he was running after a spider with a, a fly swatter one day, and I just went over there, picked it up, and let it, it like just let it crawl on my hand. I went and took it outside. I was like, "You fucker, don't kill it. It's not doing anything to you." I've killed every spider in my room. My room is covered in spider corpses. Yeah, Trey, I'm sorry, but I I choose my own life over a spider's, and when a large spider crawls up my leg while I'm driving, I'm going to kill it. If there is a spider on the windowsill above my bed, that motherfucker is going to die, yeah. and so will its babies. Or I screamed in terror as a child when my father turned on the AC unit of our car and <laughs> baby spiders came out of the AC unit. <laughs> I mean, I would too. Okay, so just for reference, Trey, uh, this is the spider from the manga. <laughs> okay, that's fine. But like, sorry, that story is the best. I can just imagine it. Oh man! Is that turn the AC on? <laughs> just fucking break out of the window. It's like hot as hell in the car and you're just like driving in the summer and you're like, oh man, let's crank that AC. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a horror movie coming out of your fucking face. <laughs> oh, but anyway. But what if they were all the cute anime spiders from this manga? They're too tiny to be, they're, they were too tiny to be that adorable. <laughs> so anyway. Yeah, so uh, this spider, uh, who at this point, all we never really know that her name, uh, we don't really know her name, she just kind of called her Kumo. Yeah. So, oh, yeah of she, course. So yeah, she is in a underground maze, uh, connecting an underground labyrinth, connecting uh, two different kingdoms together. And in there, it's just fucking ass loads of monsters, like fucking giant frogmen and like, and like lava hydras and earth dragons and like fucking wasps the size of fucking Lava buses. hydras exist? Yeah, just like fucking giant fish creatures that swim around in lava. Okay. It's not what a hydrant is, but okay. I don't fucking know. It's, it's a thing. I, J Japan has a very selective understanding of Western mythologies. 
Yeah, I've seen that. So anyway, uh, yeah, so she ends up in this world and it is, like I said, like an RPG. She has skills. She has, she gets experience points. The first skill she gets is appraisal. <laughs> As a spider? Yeah, and so she just like, just, just like, appraise, rock, appraise, wall, appraise, spider. Okay, so it just says what it is. It doesn't say the worth of it. Uh, no, not until you level it up by using it more because it works on a Elder Scrolls style leveling system. Okay, that's fu- what the fuck is the use of a praise if you can't tell the price of something? Well, so, well, so um, well, if you don't well, necessarily know what it is. Yeah, and so okay. appraisal as she levels it up, she also learns like monster names, monster levels, monster stats. Okay. As well as her own it's stats. It's identification, rather. It's essentially identification. They just call it appraisal. <laughs> Yeah. And so there's a scene where she's just like running for fucking hours down a fucking hallway, just like appraising herself over and over again to level it up. Well, that's that's what you do. Yeah. I've like, played yeah, Skyrim. that's yeah, I've played I've played Oblivion. You're just in that tunnel as you're going, you crouch and jump your entire way at the beginning and you'll be you'll be able to like fly across the sky by the time you get out. Exactly. And that's kind of what this is. Like as she like as she deals more poison damage, her poison gets more poisonous. As she takes more poison damage, her poison resistance goes up. So she just keeps biting herself? Uh, no, she mostly like bites monsters, and the monsters usually have like some kind of poison or acidic attack on her. Okay. And then Did as she, she bite herself though, uh, I don't think so. This sounds like grinding the fantasy anime. It's they they do a good it's job not of an anime though. They do it. They do a oh, fairly good way. job of like streamlining the grinding, and usually only use it for like comedy purposes. Like I said, like the, like the point where she's like running down, like appraising everything as she goes in order to try to raise her appraisal level. That's kind of the only real like grinding aspect to it. Everything else is just her trying to get out of here and survive. So is she in a dungeon? Yes, she is. She okay. is. She is a low level monster. Yeah, she's a low level monster. She started out in the lowest level of the dungeon, or I guess the highest level of the dungeon. Because as you okay, go lower. It's not just in a fantasy world. It's in a dungeon. Yes. It is, like I said, it is in a vast labyrinth connecting two separate kingdoms. Okay. And so yeah, she started out as she started out in like the in like one of the upper levels where like the low level monsters hang out, but then through humans coming down, burning all of her shit and other monsters attacking her, she ended up on the one of the lowest levels. Which ended up being quite advantageous for her because she essentially power leveled herself. Yeah, that's like kind of what happened to me when playing near. Yeah, like, uh, there was a point where she was trying to get out and trying to escape, so she created, like, this giant, uh, she essentially created, like, web scaffolding, and she used her web so much that her web got stronger and stronger and stronger, to the point where she was now able to use her magic to manipulate the thread. She fucking took on and murdered and ate, like, a hundred fucking giant hornets. What if, what if you shit so much, your shit leveled up, and you could start shitting magically? You can do that. Basically, what I got from that. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> That's essentially what happened. Okay. Okay. But yeah. So she got like halfway up the fucking tunnel. Then this like fucking level like eighty Earth Dragon comes out and just destroys all of her shit. And so she ends up falling into this pile of rubble and manages to actually you know hide herself pretty well. <laughs> so then she fucking power leveled her stealth and sneak stats up to fucking like level ten. So now she can essentially turn invisible. Okay. It's fun. I I like this. I like it's it's fairly breezy. Uh, the the any kind of like actual tension in it is fairly undercut by just her being her. Because uh, whenever you level up, you 
especially the spider, they shed their skin and come out as a perfectly pristine version of themselves at like take like healing all damage. So whenever she does, yeah. she does like a fucking fashion magazine pose, but as a spider. Okay. And so it's just kind of funny, just uh, like like she's in like this fucking fight for her life against like a thousand evil monkeys who are like punching her and like throwing fucking rocks at her and shit. And then she and then she's like, oh my god, I'm gonna die. And then, hey, you leveled up, and then just fucking bursts out, just like, oh, just like this really weird fucking like rock star pose. Jojo poses. Yeah, Jojo poses, and then as a spider, and then goes right back to fucking dropping poison on these fucking apes. Alright. But like I said, there isn't really a plot in it. It just kind of... But there is in the light novel? Uh, yeah, like, there is in the light novel. Like, I think, the, like, this early part of it is just her, like, is, like, introducing us to the world and stuff. Because it, right now it's her going for survival. And from what I've read about the light novel, once it gets beyond that, then, like, characters are introduced. Because so oh, far there is... Wait, that is... Hold on. Okay. Yeah, so far there is one character, Kumo. Normally... It's characters, and then here's the world. Because it's like, we need to get your party set up, you know? Well, she's a monster. She is a low-level monster. They don't really have parties. I mean, yes, they do. Spiders? You never, especially spiders, you never fight just one spider in an RPG. There's always, like, four or five. Well, that's not really a... Because they're low-level. Well, well, A, that's not really a party, and B, she also ran away from every other spider because a giant spider tried to eat her. Maybe it is a party. Can you speak to the spiders? I didn't take that skill. <laughs> I do not have to speak with animals. That is a third level spell. <laughs> also, it is I'm pl- not on my yeah. spell list. Yeah. Also, I'm playing a rogue, not a druid. So what the fuck? Well, I'm a bard and I can take it because level six, I can take any spell anyway. Yeah, I know, but I can only take fucking wizard shit until level 17 where I can just steal somebody's spell at random. <laughs> All right. I'm really into D&D, you guys. Me too. Anyway. Uh, yeah, the series is... It's interesting. I'll say that. I find the art... like The art's really good. Um, the character, Kuma herself, is fucking adorable. But the world, like the cave, all the other monsters, they do... The artist does a really good job of like making this feel like a real thing. A lot of really good texture work and everything. I think the monster design is pretty all right. Uh, the monsters themselves can come across as really threatening, except for the weird gecko man who shoots acid out of his face. That guy's just a fucking dork. But like hey, giant, but like giant hornets, fucking rage monkeys, earth dragons and shit. Rage monkeys. I mean, are there any other? Like all monkeys are raging. No, but like this evil. is this they all want to kill you. This this one these ones particularly so because they're like also man sized. Oh, okay. It's like if a gor- it's like if a gorilla or like a chimpanzee. No, it's like if a chimpanzee had the body of Dwayne the Rock Johnson. And then its evolved form is what if that then had the head of a wolf? Got it. Yeah, also, evolution's a thing in this fucking game. When certain monsters reach level ten, they can evolve into higher forms of themselves. Either just getting bigger or getting like special effects or something like when she reaches level 10 for the second time, it's it's essentially a prestige. She then becomes you, a you, why are you why are you sugarcoating it? It's fucking Pokemon. Yeah, kinda actually. <laughs> like now that you mention it, now that you mention it, it is kind of Pokemon. 
I didn't think about that. Okay. Fuck. I don't. Pokemon isn't on my mind a lot. All right. But anyway, yeah. Anything. So anything else? We've talked about spiders for a while. Yes. Uh, let's talk about Iron Knight. The fuck is an Iron Knight? Is Iron... this that broken Batman game? No, it is not. That's Arkham Knight. Okay. Iron Knight is a manga that had an infinitely better one-shot. Which is saying something because the manga itself lasted 12 chapters. Okay. 12 isn't a lot. No, it ain't. It is not. And the, and it is kind of surprising. Just like how much the fucking premise changed from the one-shot to the manga. Was it was the one shot one of those premises that couldn't really sustain a story? Or? No, it definitely could. Okay. The pre- yeah. The, so the premise of both things is that one day, uh, this ogre virus began spreading throughout the population and turning people into fucking demons. A middle school okay. child, uh, like ten years old or whatever, gets infected and <laughs> becomes a fucking giant iron-skinned demon. But he manages to retain his humanity and ends up protecting humanity from the onslaught of the demons. And so in the one shot, it is so the one shot, like he becomes the Iron Knight, the demon. But then he and so he stays the demon forever, but he still like keeps his intelligence and keeps his like humanity. And so he sets up a little like safe area in the middle of this destroyed city. And anytime a demon comes into his territory, he just fucking murders him. Meanwhile, in the manga, he's able to switch back and forth at will, no matter what. Like, he is, he can look entirely human or go into his more demon form. And when he's in demon form, he is still that child. And then it's him going on a journey, trying to find people, trying to find his childhood friend, trying to do fucking whatever. And then... So it turns it turned into Spyro the Dragon. Yes. Oh no, everyone's getting infected. I gotta go save them all, and then I gotta take down Ganasty Ganork. They've all got AIDS and shit. Yeah, and the, in the and in the, like the manga, like the ending battle of the manga is against a character who was introduced in like a chapter before the end of the manga. <laughs> it's just like, oh hi, by the way, I'm the villain. Yep, pretty much. Didn't see you there because I was too busy not having character development. Yeah, it is. It is so fucking blatant about what it was too. Like he showed up, was like, "Is like, oh yeah, so this guy's a fucking demon or whatever." He's like basically your arch nemesis. Like, okay. fuck him. They actually say he's basically your arch nemesis. Uh, oh. But again, in the like the one shot, oh, this is all handled so much better. Like the design was way more rough and looked way more awesome for the Iron Knight himself. Uh. The premise I liked a lot better of like this creature who fucking everybody like everybody kind of distrusts and only relies on because they have to instead of, hey, I'm a child, but I can also turn into a big guy. Nah, you know, Rusty the boy robot. Yeah, you know, I, I feel like that's a problem that develops from sometimes one shots are written uh, by like two people, two or three people. And then when it gets into manga form, they like drop one of the writers. Maybe, maybe two. Like they drop it to where it's like, oh, let's just have one writer, you know, sometimes. And it doesn't turn out the right way. And it just gets fucked over when it's actually released. Maybe. So it could have just been a weird situation. But 
because it 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 would be it would seem strange for someone like who really trusted in who you know because when someone picks up your one shot and says yeah we'll publish this for you it's like th- that's the thing that they wanted don't fucking change that yeah they also uh, changed up like kind of his origin story a bit um in the in the one shot uh, he kind of like he kind of like became obsessed with the ideas of heroes um after he saved uh, his childhood friend from being kidnapped like like he like he kind of went like he was a uh, she was, she was being taken, and so he ran up and was like, hey, fucking stop doing that. And so the guy started beating the shit out of him, but because he is like as durable as iron, he took it until somebody fucking found them. And then a cop was like, hey, kid, fucking dope. You did great. You were awesome at this. Keep doing so you, dog. It was all like Zone of the Enders about it. Kind of, yeah. And then throughout the rest, and then throughout, and then like as it jumps ahead, this kid has grown up and is now he can take an insane amount of pain. And so he uses that to protect people. Just, Hey, you're getting bullied. Don't worry. They can beat the shit out of me while you run away. Yeah. He's just like one guy called me cool. So now I am cool. Yeah, pretty much. Senpai noticed me. Yeah. Basic, basically, but Hey, it's a fucking, it is a good motivation for a nine year old. Yeah. I mean, Yeah. And then, yeah, and uh, then we get into the, uh, th- then, like, when the real invasion happens and he turns into the full-on demon thing, his childhood friend, the one he's in love with, dies in his arms, which then, like, kind of brings back, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to protect people. What the fuck am I doing? And then sets up his little area and protects people in the fucking cover of, I don't know, demon blood or whatever. In this, his childhood friend just disappears. And then she's gone until, <laughs> and, she, and then she's gone until <laughs> the end. Bye, Felicia. Pretty much. Just he, just he wakes up. Oh, hey, I'm a demon now. Where's my childhood friend? Fuck. <laughs> we thought you needed less of a reason for people to like you. So, <sighs> yeah, we t- we just made that person disappear. Oh, yeah, and what's man. even and what's even worse is when they bring when they bring her back in, she is just an emotionless blank slate because a rabbit stole her soul. So you're saying don't read this. Read the one shot. I liked the one shot. This was incredibly rushed. Lost a lot of what made it lost a lot of what really intrigued me about the one shot and just didn't have enough ideas to even carry it for the fucking like 15 chapters it ran for. Or however many fucking chapters it was. It was it was like low to mid teens. <laughs> All right. And when I fucking saw it, everybody was like, oh my God, it's like so emotional. The ending, like so great. No, it fucking isn't. He dies. The friend gets her soul back. And then like fucking 50 years later, oh, he died. I think his friend died too, whatever. Oh, it sounds like the ending to Shadow of Colossus. It's like, come sounds on. It's like the ending of Code Geass. Yeah. And then it's like, come on, kid who has the same name and same general look as the main character. Like, Sounds I don't know like what the, the original ending of Full Metal Alchemist. Like, I don't know what that was supposed to mean. Was that supposed to mean that he was a reincarnation? He was the same kid? He, What the fuck was that? Well, never get any answers because this thing's fucking over. What's even worse? Yeah. That was in the epilogue. They released another chapter after it ended to, expo- to like further explore this world or whatever. <laughs> Ugh. A spinoff manga about the rabbit that stole the soul. 
don't bother. She's in it for most of the fucking series. But you need a spinoff. Anyway. Moving on. Tenku Shinpan. This is uh, this is kind of weird. What hasn't been weird since, like, for what you've been reading this Fair. week? Fair, but uh, this one is, like, weird in a different kind of way. Okay. So it's a death game-ish series. Oh, God, I've tuned out already. Where people have to fight against people wearing smiley face masks in a world made entirely of high-rise rooftops. What's it with smiley face masks recently? I don't know. They're cheap and like royalty free. <laughs> I just mean like I'm talking about in anime specifically, like fucking assassinations classroom, assassination classroom and shit. Well, that's not. A- I know, but it's like the smiley face imagery everywhere. There, yeah. Well, I mean, it's 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 a effective um, juxtaposition. Like the Earl from D. Grayman, where he said the most evil shit, but his face his face is almost entirely a grin, or the Joker, or it's just, it's yeah, it's, it's like oh popular... horrible things are happening, but they're smiling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This uh-huh. one, yeah, this was uh, to make them like I guess look less human. So you got okay. a point where you break the mask. I was like, oh wait, you're a person. Fuck, we've been murdering people like the same thing the purge did they because like in the purge the only reason the director was like hey we're gonna everyone's gonna wear masks is because they were like this is too violent and everyone looks like people (laughs) and no one's gonna just come see a movie about people killing each other bitch i will see that mask they're like people will come see a movie about people in masks coming to kill each other. No, you know? I think I think they didn't need the masks. I think people probably would have gone to see those movies without them. Yeah. I mean, I don't particularly get the appeal of those kinds of movies, but I mean, I've heard that the it, the series literally gets better as it goes along. Yeah, it does. Whereas the first is the worst. And most of my experiences with the first one, which I know it's not the who the director is, but the first one, the first thing I always come to is produced by Michael Bay. First thing I always come to is produced by someone who just saw like every death game trope out there and said, yeah. "I want to do that, but make it okay and make it public." Yeah, well, I mean, genre stuff is actually it's even cult classic stuff that's film geeks say, "Oh, everyone likes this movie." It's not always true, like. People have shit on me that I don't like Escape from New York at all because I think it's boring and tedious and I don't like any of the characters. So this kind of cult genre stuff is really a pick-your-flavor type thing. And you can be very specific with this kind of stuff. So it's really... It's up to you, man. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there are people who liked Batman versus Superman. I try not to begrudge them that, but... It's okay, they were raised on lead-based paint. But then there are people who like Prometheus. I have never seen Prometheus. I've made an attempt to stay away from it. I do not want to get into this. (laughs) 
either because I am going to see the the, the sequel to Prometheus this weekend. Don't you mean the prequel and, to Alien? Uh, no, because there's going to be another movie after this. Still a prequel to Alien. Yeah. It's a pre yeah. Prometheus is a prequel to Alien. This is a sequel to the prequel to Alien that's supposed to are, tie directly are, into Alien. Are, are we sure it's a prequel to Alien? Because it, from what I've seen, it went off in some weird places. It is. Uh, it okay. is very much. And this is a sequel to prequel okay. to Alien. And there's going to be another movie that spins off from this one. Whatever. I don't. I don't want to hear Ridley Scott talk about finding God. <laughs> that's. Speaking that's of God. Some, yeah. Tenku Shinpan is a series about these people trying to become the person who became close to God, which is a title that they say multiple times that sounds more and more awkward the more they say it. Yeah. Okay, whatever. I'm not sure why I've read this one as long as I have. It's not even particularly gross or like super violent. It's just like entry, like some all right violence, some all right action. Characters like our main character are a brother and sister duo who are essentially like Gary and Mary Sue. Like the sister, even before she gets superpowers, is some fucking amazing sharpshooter marksman, awesome fucking combatter dude. She had never touched a gun before, but she's able to fucking pull off headshots from like yards and yards away. Her her brother got a sledgehammer and used fencing techniques to make himself one of the most deadly fighters in the world. But then, her, but then recently her brother got mind wiped, so now he's just fucking hanging around feeling people's tits. That's a nice takedown. Okay. But I don't know why I kept reading this. You seem to have a problem with momentum. I really do. I really do. Just, hey, you get like enough in there to keep me reading the second chapter. I'll probably read the next hundred. Because I have nothing fucking better to do. I don't have a job to distract myself from garbage. I live in garbage. I guess that's the same reason I keep watching the Resident Evil movies. And probably. Anyway, last two things. Uh, Terror Man. I talked about this before. I don't think the writer knows what a terrorist is. Because he keeps using the word terrorist like criminal. Yeah, well, it, it, sometimes a, people use it as a catch-all term, and it gets annoying. <laughs> yeah, it does happen a lot in Japan too. I've been reading a lot of things lately, and they say yeah, they uh, like to, particularly since Japan is such a socially stable, centrist. You are with the culture or against the culture. Thing. This is a Korean criminal. Oh well, Korea is the same actually, and actually even more so given they've got the problem of North Korean subversives. So they have to either call you a commie or a terrorist. Okay. So yeah, in this, yeah. it's about a kid who can see disasters before they come, by like just seeing purple in the world, becoming a terrorist <laughs> to save people. Uh, uh, whatever. <laughs> I read a series where a guy saw the shape of, saw people's heads as the shape of weapons they use to kill people. So, what, <laughs> whatever. What if nobody ever used a weapon to kill anyone? Do they have no head? I... The impression I'm getting is that the only time he ever saw the head distorted is if you were a killer, so probably okay. not. Oh yeah, I read that one. <laughs> I think it was called something stupid. Yeah, uh, let me let me double check see if I actually Tobia something. De- De- Deftopia. <laughs> yep, that's it. Deftopia. 
Deftopia. <laughs> yeah. And okay, the, and I was like, eh, it's probably not going to be that stupid. Whatever. Deftopia. <laughs> This is great. No, keep going. It was also just all tits. Just fucking tits everywhere. High school of the deathtopia. Oh, well, then uh, finally I reread and got caught up on Ajin. Sweet. I don't care. I really like that main bad guy. He's fun. I don't know anything about it. It's about immortal people, kind of. Yeah, I mean, I know something about it. But I don't know. I never watched it. I never cared to don't see it. Don't ever watch so. it. Because it's got this... Okay, here's the thing. Um, he and I like different entries of this type. Cause he, uh, but like the, same, the thing that this series and a series that I like called Knights of Sidonia have in common is that they were adapted by the same studio... 3D, who, right? Yeah, Polygon Pictures. Specifically in, 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 sil- in c- full CG 3D series. Yep. And they were also, before they got into anime, responsible for large parts of um, Metroid Other M. Okay. <laughs> Fans of Metroid do not like that game because it turned... No, I know about Other pussy. M. <laughs> I know about Other M. Uh, that's why I just said okay and left it at that. I have a friend who really likes Nice Sidonia. I don't like the art style. I'm not going to watch it. Uh, I'm not going to watch Ajin because I didn't I didn't care to watch it because I didn't like the description. Yeah. I I, I thought Ajin could It's just be stands, good. isn't it? It's just like dead dead killing Kinda. stands and shit. Kind of. Like yeah, it's, but it's 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 killing in stands but in a style that dead man would definitely like because you hate everybody. Yeah. I'm the world's worst nihilist. There's a reason you like Inuyashiki as much as you do. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. Do you think if I was a better nihilist, then I'd really like Gantz, but because I still have some hope in me, I really like Inuyashiki. Yeah. Anyway, that does it for what I got. Trey. Okay. <clears throat> So, the first thing uh, I guess uh, I can talk about real quick is, uh, I'll just sort of go backwards in it, uh, in time. Today, I was sick, so I woke up uh, at about 8 in the morning, pulled up my phone, and just decided I'm going to read all of my Wow, you woke up at 8 in the morning? You must be sick. I, (laughs) I said I'm going to read My Hero Academia. All of it. Okay. That's... Because I was not... I had not been in the manga. I was just watching the show. That's so a Herculean I, task. So I read all of it. Okay. I guess if they're sick, there's plenty of time to do that. Uh, it took about eight and a half hours. Sounds about right. It's not uh, like you're reading... It was chapter... Like it, you... was chapter it was chapter 30 to chapter 136 or something. I don't remember yeah. the actual number. Yeah, so you're caught up. Yeah. Um, so... So some stuff happened. Oh, boy, stuff happens. 
Oh, oh, fucking boy. Yeah, um, this is weird for me because Deadman and I have been talking about this for months, so this is just us like, yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, all that stuff with All Might, or, um... Um, okay, 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 this is the entirety of, this is, like, <laughs> this is, like, two more seasons after this. Oh, but no, they're definitely not going to get caught up with the anime. The anime yeah, definitely right. caught up with the manga. That's that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, right, like where it's at right now, it's got another 50 episodes after this season ends. Yeah, you know? probably. Uh, because where they're saying this season ends is about, uh, like, where we're guessing is about, like, right, uh, right during the hero killer fight around there. Maybe right yeah. after. No, they're definitely, they're, we are never going to see all for one this season. No, that's not <laughs> happening. No. Uh, they're going to, they're probably going to end right at the end of the hero killer fight. Like, hey, this is our big win, you know, like the same thing they did last season. Will they do that or will they end like after the fucking, how, how's that tournament going? I kind of dropped off the actual. The tournament is over. Okay. Almost, I think. I think there's one episode left. No, wait, no, no, no. There's probably going to be three, three or four. I'm I because I read it all today. I forgot what was animated and what wasn't. Because <laughs> one other thing I was going to mention is, fuck man, the art in this manga is so good. Yeah, and it the is. adaptation of this art is so good. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, no, no. Uh, basically, the anime is right at the uh, right. It, it's at, right at the start. The start of the stuff with the hero killer. And have you met Gran Torino? That's not where the anime is at, no. No, the anime just fucking had the brainwash fight. The anime is at... Yeah, the anime is just at the... Just did the brainwash Oh, oh, okay. So so they're about to get to Gran Torino. Yeah, uh, no. Gran Torino is right before the hero killer. After the entire uh, tournament's over, because after... Yeah, that's what I meant. Like, the tournament's basically over, and they're in that brief training... That's probably going to be five episodes from now. Oh, okay. Yeah, seeing as... Because I was also going to mention this. Oh, I didn't know it was that badly paced. That's what I was going to (laughs) say. The pacing of the way I'm reading this manga now, it feels even longer. Like, it feels even more dragged out in the anime. Oh, no. Like, if you... As bad as um, One Punch Man is, it's still not Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan invented reasons to drag itself out. <laughs> uh, that's another thing I was going to talk about a little bit. Um, <laughs> but no, I really, really uh, love the manga. I like. I yeah. liked the show a lot. I love the manga, though. I love it. It's yeah. it's one of those things that comes along, and I'm like, like. I can't. Why, why, I, get I, into fa- I cannot you. get into fairy tale. I couldn't get into fairy tale when it fucking started. Yeah, and that's um, fine. Yeah, well, that's I mean, fine. It, yeah, fairy tale is. It was a, promising a when more, it started, though. Fairy tale falls into conventions a lot more than. Um, yes. Well, my hero cat. Ac- yes. Well, I guess my hero academia falls falls into different conventions. Yeah, not was, the less the less boring ones. But what I was going they to say was conventions. They do sometimes. Well, yeah, okay, uh, but they so also, but because everyone says they support conventions, it creates it creates new conventions. Yeah. Okay. So, like, um, 
the Midoriya is a convention. He's uh, the less irritating kind of convention. He's a convention. Bakugo is a subversion of conventions. He is a yeah. subversion because he doesn't change. No matter how much Midoriya tries, he's not going to change. Mm, it, it, no, and I, don't, I don't think that's true. He has, he's, well, changed, no. he's changed subtly. Yeah, but yeah. but there's things where like it's always like, hey, let's give a huge speech, and you're gonna in like things where it's like, okay, maybe this will get to him, and no, it never fucking does because he's just not. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah, I get it. He's, it's 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 like he you wants know, to change subtle, on his own terms. Yeah, subtle things every now and then will change because he decides they want to change, but he's not gonna be swayed by yeah. other people. Yeah, friendship's not gonna do it this time. Yeah, it's not the fucking power of friendship; it's the power of murder explosions. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and another thing I was gonna say, I I I love the translations on it, like uh, in the manga because I've always loved manga translations because they don't censor stuff. Because in Japan, they're really lax about saying the word "fuck" because it means <laughs> they have a different word that, like, it doesn't mean "fuck" literally. It just translates to that here because. They have another word that means the literal version of fuck, and then if they translate that, they actually censor that translation. That what, version wait, what it. literal version of fuck? Fuck is one of the most versatile words in the English language. It means like 19 different things. No. But... I think he means um, the difference between using it as a swear word and yes. referencing like, the There's the a difference between sex. saying There's a difference between calling someone a fuck face or saying, man, fuck me. They'll censor it if you say fuck me. Okay. But they won't censor if you say, yeah. Oh, or they won't censor if you say, shut the fuck up. Um, but fucking Bakugo is such an asshole. He's such an asshole. He's such but an he's asshole. not a villain. And that's the, if he he's was a villain, a villain, he would be and boring. And that's the best. And that's the best. Because if he was a villain, we'd have fucking Sasuke. <laughs> We would ha- we almost Not had quite. the Sasuke. He's never as, no, he's never as no, no, no. sullen as Sasuke no, is. No, but we almost had a Sasuke arc. We yeah. almost had it. Yeah, we almost and had it, but he, he was like, goes, hey, fuck no, you, dude. Fuck you. Yeah, he goes, suck my dick. Well, yeah, also, and this is the... Th- uh, this, okay, this is a compa- interesting comparison point between Naruto and My Hero Academia. And Deadman and I have kind of come to an agreement on this. The villains in this series are not the best. Nope. And and while I have my problems They're with unclear. Naruto as a narrative, well, yeah, that's the thing though. I, the way Dead Man and I kind of came to this conclusion is that we just sort of okay, the writer doesn't really care about the villains. No, they're there and they're necessary, but he does not care enough to make them interesting villains at all. He's just interested in developing these main characters, and there's nothing inherently wrong with that. There is but, in that there's but no if you're doing a, you, for the main you know, If you're doing an ongoing conflict, particularly an ongoing superhero conflict, you need to have an effective antagonist. And maybe uh, uh, Handface would have been an effective protagonist if they didn't just drop him in and just have him not really do anything for a yeah. hundred plus well, they chapters. Dropped, yeah. they, dropped him in, they dropped him in and you're like, this is the antagonist. And then he starts saying, dropping subtle hints like, hey, tell so-and-so this, ask him for this. And then people start answering to a higher, per, you know, guy. Yeah, and you're like, and- wait, that's he's not the antagonist? And then you find out Stain's the antagonist. And you're like, where the fuck did this guy come from? Then they mention all for one. And you're like, but 
There's like yeah. no setup for any. And of then, this shit. then all for one, who has been like, he was set up previously. Like all for one was set up previously a bit as like this fucking all-out evil. He was he, for he, a chapter, for one chapter. Yeah, but like he was, he was fairly established, and he was the one who fucked up All Might, and then All Might in his fucked up state destroyed him, and then he's like, all right, so yeah, now we're going back to the hand guy. Yeah, but here, but what I was gonna say is these villains. If you want a good villain, you gotta have that villain cause some sort of lasting consequence. Like, I don't want to say, oh, they should just kill off characters or anything like that. They need to do something. They need to make a mark. They need to do something. The only marks they've made is like, okay, these people got beat up, and Ida's, like, these non-main characters, all these side characters, you know, like Ida's brother, like that one cat hero lady. Yeah, like the most shig- the most like a uh, fucking shiga whatever fuck his name is hand face man. The only thing he's done is give like Deku a slight anxiety about malls. Yeah, and he they, yeah, he just no, caused him a little to, like, bit of stranger danger, a little bit yeah, of I need an adult. Yeah, he, yeah a j- little just bit when of he, now he owns a rape a rape whistle. Yeah, like, like when he goes when he goes to get fucking new shoes at the Foot Locker, he's now like fucking on his on his fucking heels, keeping his head in a swivel. Yeah, he's That's he's about uh, it. And on the other hand, he also developed a weird choke fetish, and he can't figure out why. Um, <laughs> but hey, when Rana finds out about how, that, how, she's going to have some questions. At, 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 how, how dexterous are you with that gravity control? Just <laughs> oh yeah, I got I got these heavy metal staples from the fucking R and D department. Let's do this shit. <laughs> okay, can I just say they ended chapter one hundred masterfully. I don't know what that's a reference. It's the to. one. It's the chapter one hundred. The very last panel is just they open the R and D department doors and it explodes. Oh, that. Okay. And she's and she just falls on top of them and it's just like, boops. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm li- I'm liking that. I'm liking that. Like in this series, they haven't done too much of that. No, they haven't. But that's why it was funny. Because yeah. it happened, and then the very next panel is just, they don't make a big deal about it. It just happened, and it was something in his head. They didn't say it out loud. He was just like, oh my god, I'm a weird kid. I don't, yeah, and that fucking I don't last interact pa- with women. And that last panel of his fucking face where it just turns into a fucking horror manga for a second. I'm looking at it right now. It's just... <clears throat> yeah, it, it's like his face, and then on his face, of just like, oh god, tits. And they're on him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, but Although also, I, will I love admit, that character. It, it, it versus the one thing I was another subverting of conventions thing. Unlike sort of a Sakura or a Hinata, uh, Araka's choice of emotion when it, she is emotionally challenged by another woman is to just be sad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Be sad and say no. I just fuck these feelings. I don't need them. Yeah, I also like. I also really like her. Just in this idea of, it's an idea that you don't really see a lot in like American superhero stories, unless like they're the bad guys. But like the idea of heroing for money. Oh yeah, 
Just, I, well, I mean, you see it in One Punch Man, but it's more of a comedy. Yeah, thing. but I'm saying I'm saying in like you know in Western stories, like like unless you are oh, like Western. unless you are like a bad yeah. guy that you don't really you don't really be a superhero for money. Like even the heroes for hire, I don't think they, they like they. I think they rarely charged people for their actual services. Yeah, well, it's always they get the money and they're like, no, nah, whatever, keep it. Yeah. Meanwhile, in this, it's like, no, I I have a fucking mortgage to pay, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's a career. Yeah, which I like that. I like this idea. Yeah, shows yeah but they also have the idea that he shows like, Tony well, Stark will throw the shit in the negative that's, zone. That's another one of those differences between uh, Western culture and Japanese culture, because Japanese culture is all about serving society and working within the bounds of the law, whereas everything about Western culture is fuck the police, fuck society. Yeah, that's I'm great. Do what like, I want because it's the right thing. It's great. Like even in the, even in this, like they do a fairly decent job of like having the cops be like you know a real source of justice it is like everything isn't resting on the heroes they're like they're like hey you guys did save the day but you broke the law and we're straight up going to have to punish you for that unless you pretend that you were never there and never involved yes like hey guess what fuckos the credit yeah we can't give you credit and they get into that more in the spinoff yeah, they, they yeah. yeah the vigilante spinoff, spinoff is actually pretty the good. The spinoff is literally about people that yeah the spinoff is about people who literally have powers and act like superheroes, but are not they are not legally licensed. Yeah, although um, I have to admit the main guy has an unfortunate code name. Uh, Knuckle it's... Duster. Oh, That's that oh that main character. Yeah, Sorry, I thought, I thought you meant the, I think you meant the gentleman. Yeah, not him. <laughs> and the gentleman what? walks around in a rolls around in a novelty all might hoodie that zips all the way up. And also, his power is if he tu- if he has three I've limbs, in the- yeah. And his power is if he has three limbs in the ground, he can scoot around at the speed of a motorcycle. Sorry, not a motorcycle, a bicycle. Uh, I was gonna say, how is Knuckle Duster an unfortunate nickname? You know what that's referenced to, right? <laughs> well, all I think of when I hear Knuckle Duster is like. It's like a punch. That's the only thing I think of when I hear that. Okay, Deadman, I'm not going to make him a man, so I'm not going to continue this conversation. Whatever. Okay, sure. Talking about masturbation? I wasn't going to say that. What? Like, when I think Knuckle Duster, I think fucking Brass Knucks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I I don't Yeah, I know. That's probably what the... Like when I hear knuckle duster, I don't think, oh yeah, jerking it. I hear I'm dusting off my knuckles to punch you. Yeah, fucking some John Cena shit. Yeah, not, I'm not. I'm gonna go out here and just fucking <laughs> twist my nips and fucking jack it until you fucking get this. <laughs> he run, dude. He runs around the fucking leather. He runs around in mostly leather. You don't tell me. Don't tell me he doesn't fucking play with his nips. You know he does. <laughs> oh man, uh, but. Yeah, no. My Hero Academia. Manga. Really good. Anime. Really slow. Really fucking slow. <laughs> now that I've read it, it's going to be so much slower, but I still have to watch it because it's really pretty. I'm, I'm, I mainly treat I, tr- I treat the um, I treat the My Hero Academia manga, I mean, anime, essentially as the... Uh, I treat it like the One Piece anime, where I will read the manga for all the shit, but if there's a moment I want to see, like, move, then I'll just watch that part of the mo- anime and then not watch anything else. Yeah, like yeah. if I if I like if I want to see the first time Luffy used Gear Second or the fight between him and Croc, 
or, stuff or like that. the first time that he uses uh he figures out like to think of uh one for all as flat you know as like as like just a normal thing where he f- figures out to use his body yeah like, like like i will go back and watch that fucking episode that is the like the training fight between uh bakugo and deku and then not watch anything I, else i mean yeah i will go back and watch the like well, I, i'm gonna watch the whole thing actually i think because they do a really good job of making something happen every episode that aside from the pacing that's at least something good things happen in every episode yep uh but other that is, than that that's a, that's a very uh, high bar that's a very high bar of recommendation things happen well no but you understand well, you've there seen, are episodes dragon ball z you've seen Fair. re-zero where there's a their their longest episode that they bragged about being the longest episode because it was 35 minutes uh was just two people standing there talking to each other it was still pretty great it was a good episode, but it was just nothing happening. No, okay, there's a difference between no action and nothing happening. Dragon Ball Z is nothing happening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> True. I was just saying two people standing around, yeah. though. And yet, uh, a friend of mine, Jimmy Esco, who you're not familiar with, but Dead Man knows as my dumber friend, uh, is like, no, I want the long, drawn-out pauses and the episodes upon episodes. I don't like this new Kai shit that cuts to the chase. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I watched the original stuff. I don't like Kai, but I can say the original stuff is ridiculous. <laughs> like, I'm allowed to admit that. Anyway, uh, I'm going to move on now. Uh, Attack on Titan, Season 2. Real quick summation, I like what they're doing. Well, you yeah, for long. they haven't gotten to the they have they, like, they haven't gotten to the stupid part yet. Uh, I'm just saying I like what they're doing and the fact that they're setting it up, moving the stuff around because they're like, hold on, we don't want it. Let's we're not going to give you three episodes out of twelve of just straight politics and stuff. I like where it's going so far in terms of pacing it out, making the twelve episodes work. Yeah, well, again, they they it makes this it season, watchable. People are going to say this season is good just on the fact that it got to the fight between Aaron, the Colossal Titan, and the Armored Titan. No, but like, that was a very well-directed episode. I'm not saying it wasn't. I am saying that in the grand scheme of the Attack on Titan manga, this one is going to get, in my opinion, undue praise because it's going to get to the part where it's not going to have to explain anything. It's just going to do the stuff it's good at, which is snowball the story and have some tense action sequences and some drama before they just dynamite everything later on. So yeah. that's why that's the thing. I can and I said this the last time we talked about Attack on Titan. I can enjoy yeah. it aesthetically. I, I cannot enjoy it narratively. I think they're going to change the ending by the time the show by the next season. I hope so because I even I don't know if this would constitute a jumping the shark moment or not, Dead Man, but I do not want to see this animation team animate someone having Titans dive bomb a city. <laughs> <laughs> but I do because I, I want it to. I want it to look and sound like the like Birdemic. <laughs> I want that to happen. Where it's just but it's JPEG, not going JPEGs to. If it looked JPEGs like Birdemic. Of t- it, 
it's like that would that, that point it's not attack on titan it's attack on titan it, junior high no it's at that point it's attack on titan uh meets fucking uh crayon shinchan uh no i was gonna say fucking oh my Ninja god Slayer from animation. inferno cop so yeah essentially okay that's 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 basically the same people that yeah. do ninja slayer yeah yeah yeah, but the fact that you said Ninja Slayer, it because of that, I went Inferno Cop. Yeah, but either I'd way, I really like it if this anime just went like, like just took like, hey, you know, you know how like fucking the Armor Titan is inspired by Brock Lesnar, just go full fucking WWE with it. Yeah, and just it's like and like uh, <laughs> just just like suddenly, just like suddenly, there's like there's like spawn commentators, and then and then just like there's the Armor Titan like runs people, up the wall and does like a fucking el- elbow drop on a building. Like, My God, there Connie's are people in there. Connie's holding a sign up that says "Bring Back Benoit." <laughs> yes. Uh, then, just, I, then just fucking like ape, then the fucking like beast titan comes in. He's essentially stone cold. Yep. It's like somebody but got a beer for the beast titan. And uh, yeah, yep, it'd be great, great, great. Uh, but. I really like all I was just gonna try and say is I like the direction they're going with it. I really like the directing on that episode, uh, and the end of the episode that came before it. Just like the mo- the tension in the moment and the way they cut it because it was just like drop this bomb extremely calmly and out of nowhere. Just do it. We're ready for this. It's time to happen. Yeah, I really but like again, the way you're they did it. you're pointing out what I've been saying the whole time. Attack on Titan is good at small character moments and big action. It is not good at yeah. a narrative. <laughs> I didn't. No, I didn't say that. All I was saying was I liked what was happening. Yeah, and I'm yeah. That's because I because I said in quick summation like the, those are the episodes that came out these past weeks. That's what I saw. So final thing. Yeah. With this, the Dancing Titan will be Rey Mysterio. <laughs> All right. Put a luchador uh, mask on that bitch. She is fucking good to go. Just six one nine and everybody. The, yep, the, la- the person, the the person who's overseeing the final cha- the final fight between the Titans, Parappa the Rapper. <laughs> what the fuck? Let's just uh, move on from. Oh, that. what I said was ridiculous. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um. So uh, I have a quick. Uh, Quick question. Yes. Have you have have either of you watched Kato the Right Answer yet? No. Nope. Have either of you seen anything or heard anything about it? Nope. I have looked at that it and the, I'm like, eh. That that is the okay. The best way to go into this is knowing nothing. Watch episode zero. It's fucking. Oh great. god damn it! Why does it do that? Because it's it's episode one. Oh well, fuck this. Why? It's a CG animated series. No, it's. I mean, the. See, that's the reason. Episode zero is not CG. And the thing is, but and the rest of it is a bait and switch. No, but the, but then, but then the very end, the very last minute, it goes into CG, and you don't. I didn't notice it. And then I watched the next episode. And I was like, wait, it's CG. I what? And I went back. I was like, "Oh my god, it looks really good." Yeah, I'm looking Kato at stills. It's CG. Fucking awesome. I'm looking. I'm looking the at stills. Kato. It is CG. This motherfucker yeah. is CG as hell. Trust me. Trust me. It's worth it. It's great. It's got great twists. I can't explain 
anymore. Okay, then. Uh, other than that, I was just doing some... I just grabbed a couple things from the season that people had mentioned. Uh, so, Sin Nanatsu no Taizai, or Seven Deadly Sins... <laughs> Except it's not related to the original Seven Deadly Sins stuff that was coming out that was, you know, Toriyama-inspired. This is related to fucking nothing. This is the... Okay, okay. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty, from what I've seen of it, I'm pretty sure it's the porn. business pitch for this it's was... Porn. Yeah, I was about to say, you know, you know, uh, Seven Deadly Sins is funny and really popular right now. Let's just make a porn that we yeah, put, the put the title on it. It'll confuse so many people. <laughs> and they're just cuz okay, I want to have Cuz like most most neither porns of you have, have the decency the, to change the I've seen clips. Okay, you haven't seen the episode though. So so just no, so right? just clarification. You're talking about um Sin Sin Nanatsu no Taizai, the fucking weird one? Yes. This yeah. one came out is this season. Okay. It is this season airing currently. Yeah, it's what if Seven it's Deadly hard Sins to was search a for. porn and a comedy. It's hard to search for. You just have to go to M-I-L, M-A-L and find it. But it is... Okay. So there are two versions of this, censored and uncensored, obviously. I mean, we'll talk about censored because that's what everyone should see. The censored version of it is... Uh, you can't see anything because the characters are censored. Yeah, it's just a black screen. Just it's yeah. basically a black screen. Oh, cool! Porno, the audiobook. Yeah, that's <laughs> nice. basically it. Um, so in that in because I was uh told this, I had to watch the uncensored version, and I went, "This is a goddamn porn." Um, did did you really need the uncensored version to tell you that? Okay, dude, I it's. It was going to bother me so much because they'll censor your hand holding a cigarette in Japan. Yeah. No, I know. And, so, but, but, I, mean, I was trying are, to find I mean, out where it was at because I was it was rumored to me and I didn't take it seriously. But here's the thing. So, I don't even remember who the half the characters were, what their names, who was who. I think it was stars like, one through seven. I think it was like Satan like fell to earth because or something, and then was like, hanging on a cross. Then Leviathan came to meet her, and Leviathan introduces herself to Satan by stripping her clothes down and sucking on her nipples. Um, and then Naturally. Satan then Satan kicks her, and then uh, the camera goes inside. Leviathan's vagina, and I think I blanked out at that point. I awoke to find uh, that I had drank five bottles of booze and was holding a gun to my head as the uh, end of the episode neared. Um, and, so it was typical Saturday night. Uh, yeah. Um, and nobody's... Okay, so... I don't, there's like no story or is there, I don't know if there's a story. <laughs> Why are I you asking me? One, I don't know because I, two, no, I'm thinking about it, it right now and I don't remember. Hey man, that porn thing is a fucking stereotype. There is plenty of plot with porn out there. But I don't think there's a story. I think it was just like, because it was not told in order. It was a, it was a nonlinear, uh, episode oh fuck 
And I was like, Oh, because like, that's what hard porn to follow needs, non-linear narrative. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, also, that's what a non-narrative needs, non-linear telling. Yeah, it was weird. I couldn't tell the timeline, but, like, Satan fell to Earth, but then into a church, and then went up to heaven. Or, no, before she went up to heaven, though, she had boobs sucked on, and then she went up to heaven to fight some angels. <laughs> and then she went to the angel committee, and the angels were like kind of demons because they weren't really angelic at all they were all the they were all named after the seven deadly sins but they were angels so then what they a twist we're like hey we're they're like hey we're gonna rip your wings off because i don't know and then they rip her wings off and she's like ow that fucking hurt this Whatever. is licensed by and funimation like, it was like and then Suddenly she's like, thanks for ripping my wings off because now I'm a demon. And it's like, well, your name is Satan, so. Yeah, Lucifer was uh, an angel. That may, you know, it makes sense. Um, <laughs> and it was, she was like, thanks for making me not an angel so I'm not tied down to just fucking whatever. And I'm like, okay, but what happened in this episode? Don't. I mean, I watched. Worry about it. I watched a harem of lesbian angels, I guess beat up a girl and sit on her face a few times dude and dude was, do not worry about it it's based off a toy line i want to kill myself <laughs> like okay we'll do it at the end of the show it uh it was it was bad so anyway uh it was a riot actually uh i hate it i have such mixed yeah that's 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 all the anime, like television anime that I have to talk about, but I also uh, got around to watching Your Name. Okay. Um, over the past couple weeks ago, uh, I've watched it twice. Over the past couple of weeks ago? That's, a, that's English. Technically it would be, but whatever. Uh, anyway... I watched it twice. Oh boy, that's a good movie. Oh boy, that's a good movie. Dead, you didn't watch it, did you? Fucking dead man! I told you to. But I guess, sadly, uh, Nia went down. But anyway. Um... Like I, yeah, I, your I got it. I got a, I got a, I got a fucking hand on it. I don't need. I have more than one website to get things from, and the reason I wasn't talking there for the last no, couple seconds was because my to... audio fucked up. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. For, for some reason, whenever whenever we're using Discord, every once in a while, my computer will just like start locking up and begin moving at like fucking one tenth the speed it's supposed to be, and the audio will get fucking weird. And then when it comes back in, my audio recording, the line tracking my audio is like fucking ten seconds ahead of where my audio actually is. Okay. Uh, anyway... This course weird, you guys. Your name. Fucking great. Great movie. Beautiful. Uh, I can't say too much about it because Dead Man has not, uh, seen it. So, I'm not going to spoil it. But, um, I'm not usually big on movies that I don't know the premise of before going in. Um... I'm not usually big on uh, those, like, anime movies that everyone's like, 
oh, it's very emotion-filled, you know, you get, it's that kind of shit. I, like, I don't... By the end of it, you're gonna fucking want to die because it feels so good. I only like, I only like one Ghibli movie, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And that's Spirited Away. It's the only one I like. I don't like any of the others. Um, I think Totoro's an overrated thing. But Oh, that's when the guy did five centimeters per second. Yes. Uh and something about a dead cat. Um <laughs> it's uh it's, I again you might want to be careful when you're looking on the internet about this dead. It's already been spoiled. Of, oh. It's fucking time travel, body sweat bullshit. At least, I mean, a, at least love. Uh, I'll get into it. I'll watch it. Just goddamn okay, it. Okay, I just yeah. I'll fucking watch it. <laughs> okay, do because I really want to talk about it. Um, other than that, uh, I'm just kind of uh, waiting for Birdie to get back because uh, <laughs> I've been stalling. Um, I don't really have much else to talk about. Okay then. Because I'm not going to get deep into your name until uh, you've seen it. Okay, then. Does it. Right, watch reading then. On to news. So, three pieces of news today. Not much. Uh, so, a couple weeks back, it was announced that there will be a brand new Yuri on Ice film going into production soon. What? Yeah, there's a brand new Yuri on There's, there's going to be a Yuri on oh, Ice movie. Is it? Is it a compilation film? No, it is not. What? Yes, according to the Emmy News Network, uh, the announcement of this film specifically rules out the film as a recompilation of the TV anime. Okay. Tell me more. That's all we know. No! <laughs> Sorry, I like Uranice. Uranice is alright. Maybe it'll fix its problems in season two or the movie. Maybe. We'll see. But anyway, yeah, so that's happening. Uh, yeah, like we said, we there is basically no information we know about it other than it's not a compilation movie. It is a full-on for realsies movie. You know, like the SAO movies. <laughs> Uh, don't bring that one of them was a compliment one of them was a compilation movie and don't bring that evil into this <laughs> and one of them was like a it, okay the compil- one of the compilation movies they put out changes voice actors it's not the original voice actors <laughs> yeah because we Which, needed the fucking we needed that original voice cast to bring the real magic back to that fucking series no but it was just such an odd thing because it's like you, you're going to do such, something so lazy as a shitty compilation movie like this and you're not even going to hire okay, the like fucking some, voice actors. Sometimes a compilation movie serves a good purpose. Like Madoka Magica but, did two compilation no. movies to afford the third. I said something as lazy as this shitty one specifically. Okay, okay. Specifically because it's just – it's about – 
15 minutes of interstitch footage of them at a uh, fucking bathhouse just so you could see everyone's boobs. <laughs> uh, and Kirito telling a professor or a scientist or uh, officer or something. I couldn't, don't even, wasn't even sure. It wasn't clear what Who fucking was. cares? Some kind of investigator what happened in SAO. And that's the, that's it. And then he's like, so this happened. And it's like, thanks, Kirito. Except it's got the old voice actor in the clips because it's not reanimated or anything. They just throw the actual show in there. It's got the original voice actor in those clips, but a different voice actor for the interstitched like part of it. Who the fuck cares? Moving on. Uh, it's SAO. Yeah. I know. So. Kodansha Comics uh, has confirmed they'll be uh, releasing uh, the tribute manga to Parasite. Because Parasite had a tribute manga. Aren't you still reading that one? Parasite's done. It's been done no, I for said, aren't, like I, I thought, um, I thought, um, what is that thing called? Um. Jagan. Oh, Jagan. Oh, yeah, that thing. Yeah, I'm still kind of reading that. It's yeah, it's one of those things. Yeah, but one I thought those. that was I, that, so. That's not the tribute manga you're talking about. No, so I'm not. What the fuck is a tribute manga? Uh, it is a series of short stories by different artists and writers set in the world of Parasite. Okay, so actually allowed to use the world type stuff. Yes. Uh, so yeah, this is not just a hey. It's not just a hey. I really liked what you did, so I'm gonna do something kind of like it. Yeah, and do you have some fairly big name talent on this? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So and also um, to be fair, uh, the market's a little different for that in Japan than because that's what Dojinshi is, where you yeah. yeah this, this is essentially officially licensed Dojinshi. Yeah. That that's why I was wondering. Cause, so it's official licensed Dojinshi because I because sometimes like. It's okay. It's fucking fan fiction, you know. It's whatever. Yeah. So um, the book is coming out on November fourteenth, and it will be um, it will be a single volume containing twelve short stories, uh, written by a bunch of different artists, including Hiramashima of uh, Fairy Tale, Akira Hiramoto of Prison School, uh, Rishi Ueshiba of Mystery Girlfriend X, and a bunch more artists. Yeah, so it is just, hey, you like Parasite? Here's some more of it, but like different. Again, I think that's what Jagan was, but it is really not. There is no gun wielding eggplant inspiring the main character in Jigan, in a uh, Parasite. Anyway, final piece of news, kind of sad for me at least. Uh, the ninth volume of Hiroya Oku's Inuyashiki. Uh, has confirmed that the next volume will be the final volume of the series. So the so Inuyashiki will be ending in volume ten. That kind of sucks. I really like this series. For those who don't know, uh, it, Inuyashiki is essentially, hey, like, what if in Gantz we took out all like the alien shit and put in like a nice guy? Like keep all the nihilism, everybody well, else. But like just have like all, one well, good not person all in it. The alien shit. Yeah, but like like take out like the fucking like that plot of it and though that's that alien side of things, and then just put in like one really nice guy. 
Because everybody else is essentially a Gantz character, except Inuyashiki, who's just like, hey guys, I'm just here to help, man. Here to do good. I got these robot powers. Want to like heal cancer? Fuck it. It's just nice. Inuyashiki is nice. Sure. I read it, and even when it's like one of the shittier, <laughs> I, I read it, and even when one of, like one of the shittier chapters is happening, like where like really bad things are happening to people, it just makes you feel good. Just like ah, there is a good person in the world, even if it is a fake world and a fake person. I need something, goddammit. Ah. Anyway, that was for this week. Thank y'all for joining us. On this wild ride. Yeah, on this wild and crazy ride. This was emotionally taxing on so many levels. We'll be back in two weeks time with episode of the DestroProz.com anime manga podcast. In between now and then, regular run of bullshit. <laughs> Until then, I'm dead. I'm Birdie. And I'm Trey. And we yes. will see you guys next time. <laughs>